one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. So. Measure a champion by size, or the strength exuded by muscle and bone. Others are gauged by speed, lauded for courage, or known for their gift to enthrall. In the World Wrestling Federation, the reigning champion is defined by heart. Bret the Hitman Hart, a living legend who has conquered adversity. A man who continues to overcome seemingly insurmountable odds. But tonight, the hitman must face the challenge of a man who is no mere mortal. A force whose powers are mythical. A phenom whose heart at times can be cold. Razor Ramon, the four-time intercontinental champion, displays the heart and ferocity of a lion as well. But tonight, he faces a most peculiar foe in the bizarre gold dust. A man whose fascination with machismo seemingly weighs more on his heart than the desire for the gold around Razor's waist. And tonight, in the over-the-top rope Royal Rumble match, 30 WWF superstars will attempt to prove that they too possess the heart of a champion. In this battle of elimination, the sole survivor could be the returning hero, the former WWF champion. The new force invading the Federation, or any number of mighty superstars who will go to any lengths to win the guaranteed title shot and a chance to be called champion at WrestleMania. Tonight, the passion and heroics of these athletes will surely pen a new definition for champion. Royal Rumble 1996. Oh my goodness. Here comes Martha Keenansburg with her special flans. Watch along. <laughs> Do you not remember that pay per view? Yeah. This is where. <laughs> We sit down and do an alternative commentary for a classic Raw review pay-per-view presentation. Who be we? I be fake Geordie radio presenter with that portfolio, Tom Campbell, joined today from coldaholic.com by the rambunctious Jackie Orlando. It's Jackins. <laughs> oh, it's, it's rambunctious Jackie Orlando canon now. Mate, rambunctious Jackie Orlando, which was the, the name you said would become your wrestling name. Yeah. 
I think it should be canon. <laughs> yeah, because for years it was, uh, I pitched myself as a manager called Jackson Tradition. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the manager of the house, because the house that Jack built. Um, and then Nice. And the house always wins. And the house always wins. And then the other week, I think it was, did Fraser tweet out off, off the uh, official company account. He's like, what would your wrestling name be? And yeah. I was just like, fucking the rambunctious Jackie Orlando. <laughs> I, I love that because I feel like you'd hang out with Zicky Dice. Definitely. I feel like you and Zicky Dice would be good form. Yeah. In fact, why not drop us a message uh, at Brat Atkins or at Tom Campbell on Twitter with what the rambunctious Jackie Orlando would look like. <laughs> John? Jai, John. <laughs> <laughs> and others may take part as well. Uh, so we are with you for the next three hours. We're going to watch Royal Rumble 1996. We ain't going to waste much time. We'll do catch-ups and stuff as the show is ongoing because uh, it's a long one anyway. Yeah. Uh, we are going to give you a second to go to the WWE Network or Peacock or whatever you use for your uh, wrestling pay-per-view uh, experiments and uh, go to Royal Rumble 1996, January the 21st, 1996. We'll give you a second to do that right now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome back. Jackins, are you ready to buck bumble? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking Buck Bumble all day long. <laughs> this, this is where I start biting Matthew stuff from the SmackDown review because <laughs> Buck Bumble on the N64. Right about now, it's time to rock with the big of the Buck Bumble. <laughs> Can't wait for another crossover. Oh, fuck me. Where you two can do the Buck Bumble rap for an <laughs> buck invasion. Buck for the Buck for the Bass. Buck to the Buck to the Bumble. Yeah. Uh, yes, I am ready to Buck Bumble. I am are ready you? to Buck Bumble too. Are you? Are you yeah? I'm, I am born to Bumble. <laughs> I am born to Fumble. <laughs> to ask any of my lovers. Uh, on go, we will all press play together and watch Royal Rumble 1996 in three, two, one, go. Right. So, how's. Doesn't matter. There's a woman on this telly. Wet leg. Whoa, it's, a, it's sunny before it all went wrong. Oh, sunny. Viewer discretion's advised, according to Sunny. I mean, it's not inaccurate. I feel like nowadays I would want to give. I would want to give Sonny in like a nice hot bath now anyway. Yeah. And like a, a mug of cocoa. <laughs> yeah, it's like, are, are you okay? 
is there anything we can cut? Are you all right? Do you want some cottage pie? I make a cottage pie. <laughs> yeah. Put it in front of the fire. Yeah. Put countdown on. <laughs> just feel like she needs a break from it all. Kettle's on tomorrow. Do you want, do you want a Horlicks? <laughs> oh, make tomorrow a Horlicks. God love her. Uh, anyway, Royal Rumble 1996 underway. How's your week been, Jackins, by the way? As, the, as we're getting warmed up with the classic music. Well, uh, like yourself, I worked on the bank holiday yesterday. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm all right. Um, I've, I've managed to wangle it that this is the only full week I'm working in the month of May. Well done, mate. Yeah, thank you. Uh, just, just a couple of days here or there, going home a few times, a couple of weddings, a bit of football. Oh, yeah. And uh, I checked, checked the weather for when I'm home. It's going to be 19 degrees and raining. Yeah, Merseyside! Yeah. Ferry right across the Mersey, Your Honour. How about yourself? You're right. But yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. Um, as, as I say, work bank holiday. May is busy. But not with work, like with nice things. It's Alex's birthday. By the time you hear this, Alex's birthday will have been and gone. She'd have had a little surprise gathering of friends. Oh, happy birthday, Alex. Which is nice. That would have happened already. Um, and then uh, I'm going back home to see my family in Worcester in uh, two weeks' time for a weekend for a little one's birthday. And then what are we doing end of May? There's something else coming the end of May. Oh, no, start of June, we're going to Harry Potter World. We've booked Harry Potter World. Very excited about the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Yeah. Just a bit excited. Nice are, you, are, you gonna, are you going to... Well, are you, hang on. Oh, hang on a minute. It's bloody Kurt Hennig. It is the bloody <laughs> Kurt Hennig. Um, are you, are you going to find out what house you are in, or have you already done that? Uh, I will check what house I am in. I don't know what, my, what mine is yet. Yeah. It's, when I was in primary school, I was Ash House. Nice. Because <laughs> we had trees at you my had primary trees. school. Ash, Oak, Beach and Elm. Very nice. And I was always in Ash House. I was in Grenfell. We had Grenfell, Ruskin and Faraday in my Ooh, high school. G1. Mm. It's just like New Japan. <laughs> <laughs> at, the end of this, at the end of the term year, was it called the G1 Climax? It was, yeah. <laughs> to, uh, to, to, to finish year eight, I had to beat Kaji Muto in a 60-minute match. <laughs> well, we've all been there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so we've got that... Um, and then, oh yeah, then we've got like gigs and Alex is going to see Alice Morissette. Oh, bloody hell. Then uh, we've got tickets to the Hella Mega Tour. Yeah. Which we're meant to go see like in 2019, which I think it's like Green Day, Fallout Boy and someone else. Oh, so Weezer. Weezer. Oh, I fucking love Weezer. Yeah, it's all three of them in Leeds. So yeah. We're going to go see them in June, which is quite exciting. We made a point to try and cram the next few months with nice things because otherwise we are just going to wish our time away because we've got two weeks in the Maldives in September. And we're just going to wish our time away otherwise. Yeah. I said, we've got to make sure that we've got whatever we can, we can afford, things, nice things to do between then and September. Oh, that's the best way to be. I'm torn because I'm, I'm, I'm both excited about Maldives, but I'm also very excited the week before about Cardiff. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> about, about Hassle in the Castle or whatever we're calling it. Yeah, when uh, um, I can't go. <laughs> Oh. I'm on, I've, that's when my uh, like my two weeks off starts. Oh, are you so, yeah, I remember yeah. you saying so you timed I'd, it that way. Yeah, I'd have to get to Wales, get back, then get to London, then get on a flight and get to Toronto. And I just like, I can't be asked for the hassle. No, well, well, you'll be missed. I better be. You will be missed. Yeah. Anyway, Royal Rumble 96 opens up. It's Jeff Jarrett versus <laughs> Ahmed Johnson. <laughs> uh, what do you think of the name Clash at the Castle? I don't like it. No, it's a bit, mm, it's a bit house Sorry. show. Sorry, yeah, it's a bit house show, isn't it? Like I feel like you could have given us something a bit bigger, you know? Yeah. 
And uh, I get it's classic because thing is, it's not even a clash at a castle. It's at the principality. Yeah. Could you call it the municipality of the principality? <laughs> I mean, yeah, because I mean, crown jewel, that sounds big. Crown jewel would work, royalty. Yeah. I mean, mm. what was the Australian show called, the big one in Australia? Super Showdown. Was it Super Showdown? Yeah. yeah. I, I would take crown jewel over Super Showdown. See, these both or Clash like... of Champions. Clash of Champions. Do Clash of Champions. I think I might have even said that a few months ago. Do Clash of Champions. But Blech, what do I know? Clash of the Castle. Clash of the Castle. Could you not call it classic That's where I'm from. That's where I'm from. I want to get wrestlers to try and pronounce that when we go in September. Try and get someone who's not from Wales to pronounce <laughs> that. Try and get me to pronounce that. That might be a thing. Yeah, I, it might grow on me, but... The second you'll get there, you'd be like, who, who cares what it's called? Yeah, oh God, it doesn't matter. You know, you could, Collision in Cardiff would have been great. Yeah. Just use the reuse the collision in Korea assets. <laughs> Just change it. One of my favorites was I always liked Battle Royal at the Royal. What was it? Battle Royal at the Royal. Battle Royale at the Royal Albert, Albert Hall. Hall. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. Because it's like Ozzy Osbourne live at the Budokan. You're like, yeah, who live at Leeds? Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> the event live at this place. Yeah, do it that way. It's quite nice. Or they couldn't call it Rebellion. Insurrection. One night only. Do you know why they couldn't call it Rebellion? Why? Because it's in Wales, it's been pronounced Rebecca. <laughs> Fucking hell. It's yeah. fine, I'm half Welsh. I'm, I'm half Welsh, Welsh as well. So. Yay! Yay! Look at us all being half Welsh. That's what we like. Right, so uh, we are Roar on 96 in today, as you can see. Jeff Jarrett and Ahmed Johnson get us started. Uh, we, are at the, we are at the Fresno Celland Arena. This is the biggest wrestling show in Central California, in, in, in the city of Fresno, in history at this point. Bloody hell. Yes. Uh, the Cellander Arena. Some facts about the Cellander Arena. Go on, hit me. Built in 1966, uh, named after Arthur L. Selland, who's a former mayor of Fresno. Get a nice little... He might have been a horrible man. Uh, WWF will return here for Fully Loaded 1998. Mm. Uh, and you can see more of the venue on Van Halen's Right Here, Right Now live DVD. That's what we like to hear. We've had uh, we've had a match already tonight because this is the this is a very significant historical pay per view. Already, there's been history. Not only because it's the it's this it's Fresno's highest selling wrestling show, but something happened on this at this event that's already made history. Do you know what that is? Go on. The first ever kickoff show. Yeah, because Todd was introducing it on Raw, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. What happened on the kickoff show? Uh, Duke Drosy beat Hunter Hearst Helmsley in a Royal Rumble qualifier match. Uh, as a result of this, which we talked about on uh, yeah. the Classic Raw review last week, um, Duke Drosy will enter the Rumble at number 30, and Helmsley will enter at number one. Duke Drosy at number 30? Yeah. Has he even been on TV yet? Yeah, he's, uh, we've had Duke Drosy for a bit. Yeah, he had a, he had a whole feud with Jerry Lawler. It might, be, it might be before your time. He's not been on Raw for... A few months. What? It, it might be. It might be a J. A, a B. J. I was to say before Jack kids B. J. That's a that's a that's a bad combo. This camera is being very bad. Today. We're just too handsome, Tom. We're that's too what handsome it's... for the camera. Is what it is. <laughs> I get that a lot. Ahmed Johnson was just doing some hulking up, and it was terrible. It just kind of looked like he was like waiting for a piss, just kind of jogging on the spot. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh shit. Oh, bugger. Hopefully that should sort it. Um. That's a nice spine buster. It is a lovely spine buster. That's a nice spine buster. I'm a big fan of a spine buster. Yeah. It should be a finisher. 
Uh, we said this last week, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we did. We said it should be his finish. They yeah. should be because it's the only move that we really trust him with. <laughs> to oh. not kill somebody with. Oh shit! Bloody hell! Is that a bronze-coloured guardrail? <laughs> Nothing says royal like bronze. <laughs> do they mean? Do they mean it to be bronze, or is yeah. Fresno was just Fresno ill-prepared? Kings of the Bronze Age, aren't they? <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. Don't hear enough about the Bronze Age these days. You don't, do you? I want, I want a Netflix series about the Bronze Age. What oh! the? What are you doing, Ahmed? Ahmed channeling Sabu there, slash Booker T, <laughs> with a front flip, leg drop off the top. Flippity dippity. And into the figure four. That's that's ridiculous. I mean, I would. there's a, there's a point that should be made to go, I mean, you know, Get the fundamentals down, Pat. First, <laughs> but sure, give us a give us a tope suicida and a and a four fifty leg drop. Why I mean, not? It's, you know, when he puts the mask on and performs his higher booster, he looks a lot different. <laughs> or as he's known there, higher booster. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's reverse. Oh, reverse the pressure. There he knows you. that much. Yeah. Who was the first person to reverse the pressure of a figure four? I'm gonna say Sting. It probably was Sting. <laughs> <laughs> I think it probably was the sting. Pablo spent last night, I don't know why it's reminding me of this. Um, Pat, there was a fly in the bedroom, and uh, we didn't realize this for the first 10 minutes. It just looked like Pablo had just like dropped an E <laughs> because he was on the, he was on the, the, the window sill mm. and like looking out at us and at the wall, and like his eyes were massive. I was like, are you high? Because like he wasn't really looking anywhere for ages. And then he suddenly stopped and just stared at this one bit of the wall. Like, like he dropped some acid. <laughs> and then he went to get it and he fell off the windowsill. I was like, mate, are you all right? Oh! Crap he's not all right. Uh, well, uh, you know, a bit of a cat update this morning. Oh, yeah, go on then. Uh, I was woken up at... Quarter past six by Louis and the whore going, I was like, oh, Louis. But I'm glad he did because then at the foot of the bed, Poppy started retching. Just going, oh, no. Kicked her in the arse as she flew off the bed and she did a hairball on the floor. Oh, bloody hell. Because I only changed the sheets last night. So I was like, you're not fucking throwing up on them after half a night. She was all right. What a crap finish, though. Yeah. Like, you know. Now, does he run too fast here? He does because he has to slow down and walk. <laughs> I'll get you. I'll, oh. I mean, awful finish. Good guitar shot. I just don't like the way the guitar broke. Really? Yeah. How? How else would you have had it, Brock? More more white powder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think Ahmed needs any more white oh. powder. I don't think anybody in the WWF at this point needs more white powder. Talking of white powder, Yay! here's Kevin Nash. So, uh, opening match there, six minutes and 40. What did Meltzer rate it? One star. One and a quarter. Ooh. Just your one and a quarter for Ahmed and Jarrett's brief dalliance there. Mm. Might see you later, lads. This is cool, Diesel. It's cool, Kevin. Cool, Kev. <laughs> cool, Kev. <laughs> what, what are you, you doing? <laughs> 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 Stupid Kev! <laughs> Look at the adjective, Kev! <laughs> We're the big Kevs, Kev. <laughs> We're the go Kev Kevs. 
Here on WCW Kev Day, Kev. We're Kevin over. Is that the Smurfs who just replace every verb with Smurf? We're Kevin over. <laughs> Damn right, we're over. Was there a cool Smurf? Jokey, brainy, Smurfette, Papa Smurf. Hang on. Full Fucking cast of Smurfs. Bob the Smurf. Gargamel wanted to batter him for no reason. Full cast, Full cast of, of the Smurfs. Smurfs. Uh, but was the vanity? Uh, he was the one who always looked at himself in the mirror because he's like, I'm a fit Smurf, me. And everyone was like, Oh, he's a good looking Smurf, him. Good looking lad. Oh, vanity Smurf, maybe. No, I don't want the movie. I just want about the Smurfs, based on the Smurfs. Okay. Um, volume, pop culture. Body Donners here. I was just the f first. Look on this podcast that Tom Pritchard with us. It certainly is. <laughs> the Clumsy Doctor of Smurf, Love. Brainy Smurf, Gutsy Smurf, Grouchy Smurf, Handy Smurf. I like Grouchy. He's, Handy Smurf is, is, is banned from a lot of public places. Um, jokey Smurf, Hefty Smurf. <laughs> That's me. Oh, we're all Hefty Smurfs, really. Greedy Smurf. No, actually, I'm Greedy Smurf. Baker Smurf. Don't hang out with Greedy Smurf. Wolfgang Puck. As chefs, oh, Chef Smurf, played by Wolfgang Puck. Crazy Smurf, Narrator Smurf. There wasn't a cool Smurf. I mean, there is one now. There's a franchise opportunity here for a cool Smurf. <laughs> if you are three apple pips high and blue, get in touch. <laughs> God love Tom Pritchard, who has thrown himself into this role. Um, so he was meant to be Body Donna Flip. Yes. And he changed it to Body Donna Zip. Do you know why? Why he changed from flip to zip? Yeah, because he doesn't do flips. I mean, no, it's it's a good it's a good answer, but it's not the right answer, Go right? On. There was a there was a copyright on skip and flip already. Oh, a '60s singing duo <laughs> called Skip and which when you listen to them, they sound like the sort of band that Vince would like. <laughs> <laughs> Is it all songs like, about you know going steady and going the hop? I mean, like look at them. Oh, look at them. Oh, shaggers, <laughs> absolute shaggers. Uh, the, uh, the, the, the I would like to ask your mother if I can take your hand. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> That's a bit too early if it's a 60s. Some of their songs included uh, Fancy Nancy, uh, Cherry Fancy. Cherry Pie. Fancy Lady. Fancy Lady. <laughs> <laughs> Fancy Lady. Uh, Holly Gully Cha Cha Cha. Uh, yep. Uh, One More Drink for Julie. <laughs> it sounds like I'm making these up, but I'm not. And uh, Betty Jean, <laughs> who's not my lover. Holy gully cha cha cha. Holy gully cha cha cha. See, as I'm a big hip hop fan, and one of the things I hate is when people are like, oh, hip hop's about nothing. It's just about, you know, cars and guns and that. It's like, you got holy gully cha cha cha? <laughs> what the fuck's that about? <laughs> I like how you don't argue the point. You're it's, like, yeah, but. <laughs> any popular music, doesn't matter what genre it is, if it's the popular stuff, it's about nothing. No. Pop music, about nothing. Chart rock, it's about nothing. Chart hip hop, it's about nothing. Think about it. And I do, all bands I love, I love the Beatles. What the fuck is the entire Yellow Submarine album about? It's about a lovely adventure they went on in a Yellow Submarine. Yeah, oh, but look, there's a hole in my pocket. <laughs> Thanks, Ringo. Um, <laughs> oh, bloody, oh, bloody. <laughs> love that song. <laughs> Means bollocks all. Oh, bloody, oh, bloody. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, just Paul McCartney noises. culturally appropriating <laughs> fucking I don't know where somebody somebody 
<laughs> obla dee. What is the meaning of obla dee, obla da? Life goes on, brah. <laughs> ah, la la la, life goes on. Obla dee, obla dee in the marketplace. Desmond. Oh, there you go. It's life goes on in Nigerian. Okay. There you go. But it's the fact that it's Paul it. McCartney had to put on a slight accent. Yeah. I love you, Paul, but... <laughs> <laughs> love you, Paul, but no. It's not as good as Meat Free Mondays. <laughs> Pledge.meatfreemondays.com. Pledge.meatfreemondays.com. You can do it right now, please. <laughs> Have you never seen it? No. Paul McCartney just being weird Uncle Paul. Oh, bless it's him. Just, there was a website called Meat Free Mondays, and they've asked Paul McCartney, famous vegetarian, to do a pledge video. He's like, hi, Paul here, I need your help. And he's basically saying if enough people sign this petition, they get in front of Parliament to suggest a campaign to say, hey, you don't need to eat meat every day. If everyone cuts down, like, doesn't eat meat on a Monday, you know, greenhouse gas emissions, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But Paul McCartney is just going, so you need to go to pledge.meatfreemondays.com, all one word. And he just starts going, pledge.meatfreemondays. <laughs> and he just starts just, like, clicking and awkwardly dancing, singing, and just at the end goes, you can do it right now, please. <laughs> it's from about four years ago. It's not even... <laughs> it's brilliant. Oh, Paul. I like when he did that song with Kanye and all the Kanye fans went, fair play to Kanye, giving this young man, Paul McCartney, a, a, <laughs> a, bit, of a, a bit of a shine. These kids today don't remember the frog chorus. Well. Uh, sure. <laughs> Where were they for Mullikin's hire? <laughs> <laughs> they do the frog chorus, but it's that meme in it with the frog, which I don't understand. What, the to buy burger? Is that the one? It's the frog. Where, like, you know, you see really, you see like very... Uh, you see a lot of Gen Zers with the frog meme in their profile picture. I'm like, I don't understand what the joke is. I'm old now. We're old now. Just, and I still don't. Yeah, so when they when they they'll send a picture of it to me, and I'm like, I don't know what this means. <laughs> it's just, am I am I cool? Am I not? But my, I'm I'm hanging onto the memescape by my fingertips. I'm still, <laughs> it's just so about quick, aware. Yeah. Like like stuff gets old so fast. Yeah. You know, it, it doesn't have the uh, the, uh, staying, the power. staying power. <laughs> I think because the internet is just constantly on, so therefore, you know, a few hours is the, the equivalent of several months. Yeah, in in the in the internet world now. And I'm a former 4chan gimp as well. I bet uh, 4chan's even out out of fashion. Probably. Yeah. This is many years ago. I got hooked on it twice. Rough. <laughs> you, you see memes before they become memes, and by the time someone's like, "You've seen this meme," it's like. On 4chan. It's like, I saw this when it was just one thinking out loud <laughs> amongst all the other horrible things I saw on that website. It's mm. the power of 4chan where they can just take like a like a, a poll online or something and just bum rush it. Yeah. I got banned from 4chan once for spam because I wanted to get Suburban Commando voted to the top 10 on IMDb. <laughs> so to start a campaign, I just went on Torrent and I just thought, right, what do weebs like? And I just typed in... Uh, lesbian cat cosplay porn and just downloaded a folder of these pictures and was just like I'll have you know I was looking at tractors at the time I was looking at yeah <laughs> but basically I was just like oh one of the less salacious ones I put it up and said ah that's alright innit geeks if you want to see more vote Suburban Commando 10 out of 10 on IMDb <laughs> And after about 45 minutes of me just posting loads of porn I got banned for a week <laughs> 
the dark past of Jackins that you posted porn to, to 4chan. Yeah. It's I, on his CV, to be fair. I thought I got the job here. <laughs> oh, Sonny's on her ass. Sonny landed on her bottom and everybody went, oh, hello. That was a good bump. It's a good bump, that was. Bump with a pig. I tell you, we've been watching on Netflix recently. Um, not Mr. Men, sadly. Um, Harlots. I don't know. It's, a, it's about uh, prostitutes in old London town. Right. It's very good. Are we, uh, really, really into it now. Are we talking like Whitechapel, Jack the Ripper? Yeah. No, well, actually, no, 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 no. Actually, no. A little bit before the Jack the Ripper thing. It's kind of um, aristocracy and, uh, you know, us and them and, uh, you know, the the dark underbelly of... of, of Prostitutions and like, yeah. but it's these two warring houses of of uh, ill repute. So it's like, ga- gangs of New York with brothels. Yeah, it's it's slags of New York. <laughs> and there was there was one bit, there was there was one bit where um, the 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 board who ran, runs one of the houses found out that one of the uh, people who worked there slept with her husband, and. Uh, so it all blows up and she chased her out of the house saying, get out of my house, you slag. And I thought, it's not really an insult when like you're already like a lady of the night. Like it's not really <laughs> to call them, you whore. It's like, well, yeah, it's kind of my job. <laughs> it's not really an insult, is it? Yeah. It's funny how that was, even, even for people who work in that industry, in this show Harlots, that's the go-to, you <laughs> slag. So, well, yeah, <laughs> I earn a guinea a time. What do you want me to say? Hey, sex workers work. Absolutely. I refuse. No, this is, I, I absolutely, I, I get upset when people fall out about it on Twitter, but it's true. It's work. Yeah. Uh, money, make bank. As long as no one's getting exploited. We had a full conversation to Alex and I about possibly of just setting, just bidding everything off and just setting up an OnlyFans where we take pictures of feet. Genuinely yeah. considering it because that's, that's where the money is. Yeah. I said, we'd probably do all right. And she said, the problem is, I know you're not joking, and I know you're probably right. <laughs> we do fine. Yeah. And we'll just go on nice holidays. Just all we have to do is just compromise our feet. <laughs> it's true. This is it. This is it. It's true. It is true. Mm. That's why there's no pithy comment, because it's like, yeah, it's true. <laughs> Unfortunately, there's, there's lack of junior doctors, but you are literally overrun with potential OnlyFans accounts that you could subscribe to. <laughs> oh, I, I, I've got a couple of mates who have OnlyFans accounts. It's like, get that money. Make the dollar. Anyone we know? No. Okay. <laughs> Just nosy. <laughs> I'm not going to dox them on a podcast. <laughs> Just intrigued. Just want to have a chat about a business venture on the planet. <laughs> Anyway, there's a wrestling match on. Yeah. There's the tag titles. Last time we saw Smoking Guns, they were on Raw for about 45 seconds. <laughs> oh, God. Getting against booed against the spiders. Spiders. <laughs> spiders. The creepy, crawly boys. Um, <laughs> yeah, they've not been featured a lot recently, have they? I think they are uh, They're in a weird place. I mean, they got a really nice reaction. And they got a really big push uh, after the Raw Bowl. Yes. There was a heavy featureage at the Raw Bowl. But other than that, <laughs> Easy Tiger, other than that, like not much. I wonder whether that match on Raw was cut because they got booed. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, because mm. we, we were pontificating about this last week, weren't we? Yeah, like what was the point of even putting that match in? You might as well just not had the match in it in at all if you were going to go that way. But alas. 
I was going to say, put Duke Drozzi in there instead, and I just realized Duke Drozzi's going to be number 30. In the <laughs> Imagine trying that these days. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Building would be on fire. <laughs> I don't mind the idea of having like a, a, a rank outsider being in at number 30. Yeah. I'm not massively against that idea. You know, it gives you some potential um, mix-ups. Well, that's been one of my problems with the Rumble in the last few years. It's become <clears throat> not formulaic, <laughs> but in the way that you expect a big return at number 30. Mm. You expect something big somewhere else. I don't know where I'm going with this point, but I remember there was a few years when I got a bit <laughs> with the Rumble because like, oh, here's Jimmy Snooker and Roddy Piper. And it's like, one legend's fine, but when you've got four or five, in yeah. my head, I'm just like, that's five people who aren't going to win. Was that Rumble 2008? Maybe, yeah. M- Madison Square Garden. It was like, yeah, it was that the one where Tommy Dreamer was like the most overperson of all time. <laughs> and he came out and everyone just went, fucking Tommy Dreamer! Yes, <laughs> Tommy bloody big Dreamer. bastard! Yeah. And then he cried and got chucked out. <laughs> That's why John Cena returned. It is. Right at the end, and everyone was like, oh my god. Yeah. He wasn't due back for another four months. And here he is. That was a nice surprise. Maybe if you, if you tell a more compelling story around who's coming out at number 30. Yeah. Like, you have, like, a blood feud. I mean, it would it would kind of choreograph the end of the Rumble a bit, but we've had somebody at number 30 win the Rumble already, so bugger it. You know, you have, like, a blood feud, and, and you know, you have somebody last all the way till the end, and number 30 is their arch rival. Yeah. So then you... and But you've, you can even telegraph that ahead of time, and it's still good. It's still a good moment. You know? If they chose to do it. Anyway, Sidewinder, no luck... Chuck, a top rope nothing. Billy, from... you're a moron. That is up for debate. Oh, nearly. That's Bart, wasn't it? Oh, it's Bart that got the uh, the elbow. This is the beginning of Sonny as kind of the uh, the the WWF tag team division. Yeah, is this if where memory she, serves. When they have hot shot on the titles, the hot shot on the manager. Yeah, you basically get the manager. Like the, the manager follows the titles everywhere. So, like, she'll manage the guns, she'll manage the Godwins, she'll manage the LOD. Uh, oh, yeah, the LOD, that bikini just lives in my head, right? <laughs> it's oh. been quite salacious, this podcast today. It's been, been very naughty. But, but when it comes to Sunny, we both said, oh, quite like just to make her a Horlicks and give her a hot bath. 2022, Sunny. Yeah. Pop her, yeah, yeah, pop yeah. her into bed and have a little sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Be downstairs reading a book and being like, Quietly when you go up. Anyway, there's some gammon in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> Just a whole animal in there. Ah! Um, <laughs> don't know why it makes that noise. They're my favourite tag team belts. By the way, Is, are these the proper gold ones now, not the silver ones? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I like. I like the size of the plate. I like the shape of the plate. It just needed a bit more detail for me. Yeah, but I can't think of a better one in WWF. Mm. Oh, hello! I forgot we had one of these. Or is it the same one as Raw? Yeah, 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 he wants to buy all the things. Who was that? We still don't know, do we? He's good, though. He's very good. He's very, very good. <laughs> Vinny nice Roos. 90s Vin Vu- Vinny Ruru. <laughs> oh, the Hawkster's great as well. <laughs> Scheme G, he looks like one of the stats. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to stop us from making, making a book, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Ted Turner. Excuse me, Ted Turner. Would you like some, uh, some chips and facts? <laughs> I've, I've heard a rumour 
and Tatonka is free, and he will be coming on WCW. <laughs> Listen to my hotline, I'll tell you who else it is, and it's not Adam Bomb. No, oh, it's not Adam Bomb! I said it's not Adam Bomb! <laughs> Stop out of Bobby Satona! Don't scream at me, Gina! <laughs> Randy Savage, stop shouting at us like! You awake, mum! <laughs> oh shit, she's awake! Oh no, it's mum! Uh, <laughs> you ring the, the WCW hotline. And coming up on Night Raw next week, we're. Shut up, mum! I'm on the phone! <laughs> on Night Raw this week, we've got a cage match! Well, I'm trying to see you be on Monday Night Stot! <laughs> <laughs> I've been told to tell you that Vince McMahon is a right fucking clot. <laughs> <laughs> He's a right fucking doyle. <laughs> Dave McMahon, you can't say that about Vince. Well, I just did. He's a fucking midnight creeper. <laughs> <laughs> Vince McMahon is a fucking midnight creeper. And he's a fucking shit at the wrestling. And Ted Turner... Mom, shut up! I'm on the phone! And everyone else is the best, except, except Vince's shit. Thank you for calling the hotline. Thank you. <laughs> 28 pounds, please. <laughs> Paid straight into my OnlyFans account. Going <laughs> <laughs> from one bit of Reason Mortimer to another. I saw Goldust straight away for. Just, what's wrong with a man wearing a bra? <laughs> <laughs> you think there's something funny about a couple of fellas wearing bras, eh? What a lovely front. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying, like? <laughs> <laughs> you look like my bra. <laughs> I wonder if anybody does have the video of them teaching driving. <laughs> it's a reason more to a driving school VHS. <laughs> oh, it might be on YouTube. Might be, actually, yeah. It's very good. Anyway, this is the Razor and Goldust thing. What, what Scott Hall's not happy about? Skull is not a happy boy. Some will say it's because he wants to work with Hunter Hearst Helmsley instead. Some will say they don't like working with the slightly salacious overtones of one Dustin Reynolds persona gold dust. Bit of column A, bit of column B. Mm. The click with Shawn Michaels, who famously posed naked for Playgirl. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Worrying about salacious storylines. <laughs> But this is a different salacious, isn't it? This is a... Vince McMahon even um, even even addressed it on Raw when he said uh, that Goldust was 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 uh, disturbing the the potentially homophobic tendencies yeah. inherent in all men, according Inher to Vince. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, we're all homophobic. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, yeah. In in a Vacuum, late 95, early 96, there is nothing like Goldust. Obviously, no. Attitude Era, you got, you know, bums and arses and fannies and willies everywhere. Ooh. They're <laughs> showing bums and arses and fannies and willies on Monday Night Raw. Can you show that on TV? Can you I can't even watch that with my mum because she, when she sees a bum and an arse and a fanny on Raw, she makes us change the channel. We have to watch the snooker. <laughs> She lost John Virgo. She lost one. John Virgo, except when he gets his bum out. <laughs> Will you bum away, George? Will you bum away, Virgo? That's a lovely waistcoat, but put your bum away. Oh, by the way, Guns and uh, the Body Donners. Remember that match that was on while we were talking? Yeah. Um, how many stars did Dave give it? One three quarters. Two. Ooh. It's been a bit of a... He's in a good mood, Dave, isn't he? Yeah, he's been a very polite man so far, so it's been a rough-ish night. Uh, Intercontinental Championship. <laughs> we got here. There was, you know, didn't know if we were at one point. Razor's going to finish off his storyline with gold dust. Mm. This will be the final time we will see Razor Ramon at a Royal Rumble. 
It is, yeah. And he would leave having never competed in a Royal Rumble. Oh, has he always been in the title matches? Has he? Mm-hmm. Never actually been officially in a Rumble match. Wasn't that wasn't that the same for um, Sean Walkman for many years? Or was it he never wrestled at WrestleMania on the main card? Possibly WrestleMania, because I know he's been in a couple of Rumbles. Right. Um, but yeah, very much so. And look who this is alongside... Dustin Ronald, it's a woman carrying a cigar. A woman. A, wo- a woman. A woman. Um, no ordinary woman, though. That's the head of the York Foundation. That is the head of the York Foundation. That is uh, that is Marlena. Marlene. 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 <laughs> Formerly Alexandra York of the York Foundation. Yeah. Uh, now going under her under the name Marlena, this is Terry Runnels. Hello, Terry Runnels. Who, who tonight makes her WWF debut as uh, Marlena, a character modelled after uh, German actress and singer Marlene Dietrich. 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 There you go. You were there. Was this introduced to kind of downplay the overt homosexual? That's uh, vibes. That's kind of what the plan is at this point is yeah. to is to bring her in. I think there was there was plans to bring in somebody anyway for Goldust, but again, by having a female in there, it kind of makes it less overtly. It obviously, you know, he's married, he's got a wife, so obviously he can't be. Yeah, he, he, he can't be the way that we think he is. Uh, but uh, this is her real life husband. Uh, at this point, they're married officially. At this point, let me get the date in which. Uh, they got married, um, so they so they um, they got married in 1993 when they were working in WCW. They met, and then in '93 they they got hitched. Uh, a year later, Dakota Runnels was born. AEW photographer, isn't she? Mm-hmm. I think yes, uh, yeah, yes, and uh, and they will be married until 1999. Is this this looks like new new gear for Goldust as well? That's very shiny and sparkly. It looks a, it looks a lot nicer than yeah. like the sort of yellow banana outfit they've had him in. They they it's a nice time to introduce like a, a fresher look for Goldust. She did look a bit rough. I like it though. I like it. It's creepier because it's a bit rough. Like you know mm. when you you know like when you see like a low budget horror from the eighties and it's quite creepy because it's a ah. bit rugged around the edges and you're like ooh. It's not too polished. So you think this this has lost a bit of the creepiness? Uh, I don't think he, it has. I think he looks he looks better, but just the early roughness of it. Yeah, I'm glad they stopped painting his ears. Yeah, that was weird. Do you, it's not as weird as the other month. Did you see when Sting started coloring in his hairline? Oh yeah, <laughs> He's painted his dude. face white and just went. I just gotta have a streak of black across the top of my head. <laughs> Oh, Sting, mate. I quite like Sting to go naturally grey. He'd look cool. I think he'd look cool. You know, don't look your age, age your look. Mm. And I think, like, go Tom Jones, where Tom Jones sort of leaned into the grey. Yeah. And looks great for And everyone him. went, oh, you look better than ever, Tom Jones. Yeah. I think Sting, like a grey Sting, would look great. It's, it's what I was going to say, ish. It's like with Terry Runnels. I think that kind of mid-90s, 
back-combed hairdo makes her look a lot older than she is. Yes. She, she looks younger now somehow. Now she's in her 60s to me. Isn't it funny how, like, fashion and nutrition in the 90s made everybody look so much older? Yeah. Yeah, really did. Especially when you watch, like... Uh, like Baywatch or something like that and everyone's got that back combed hair it's like that puts about 10 years on you I look at pictures like my mum and dad from the 90s and they look so much like fresher and younger now yeah even like you know 30 years on than they do than they did then it's well it's is it Stuart Lee who's talking about watching an old episode of Bullseye no it's not Stuart Lee someone's saying they're watching an episode of Bullseye and there's like a fellow with like big moustached pair of glasses and like four teeth he's like oh you must be about 48 and he's like oh, I'm 23 thanks Jim <laughs> 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 like... <laughs> ah, Razor Ramon's cool isn't he <laughs> getting, getting off of Bullseye and Jim Bowen <laughs> hang on Razor Ramon is 19 at this point <laughs> Can you get up a picture of uh, WrestleMania 10, the ladder match for us? WrestleMania 10! I can. Because has the strap during this run with Razor, has the strap been white? Because I want to say it hasn't been. No, it hasn't. So it's gone white again. Oh! When did it change? This must be new. White strapped icy title. That's a great belt, isn't it? Yeah. When it's Co my favourite. When Cody Rhodes brought it back as a heel and everyone gave him a standard ovation. <laughs> He's like, oh, yes, Cody. Bravo, bravo. See, when the white-strapped IC title came in, um, we've had a yellow one since then. Well... Shawn Michaels had a white-strapped one. Right. So I wonder whether Razor has just sort of quietly swapped it. Yeah. Because um, I'm sure last time we saw him on Raw, he had the black strap. Yeah. I'm sure at WrestleMania 10 when he's got them both. Yeah. Quietly bring back the white strap. There you go. Oh, gold dust does look great in the shiny stuff. He does. This is gold dust now. The proper <laughs> run. Yeah. This is where we get going. And this is like his biggest match to date as well. Oh, yeah. Like first time challenging for a title. Because they've really ramped up on Raw anyway over the last few weeks we've been watching. They've been ramping up Goldust because he was like kind of here and there, a couple of matches, Savio Vega. And then since this Razor feud, they've just gone, we're going with Goldust. Yeah. Push him. And people are just like, ah, people don't like events. And he's like, fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> you like what I tell you to like. They don't know what they really like. They'll tell, I'll tell you what they like. You know, when you speak, to, well, when you hear interviews with wrestlers, or in your case, actually speak to wrestlers, and they say that they love playing heels, some will say they far prefer playing heels. Dustin Runnels must have had so much fun being like, not only am I a heel, I'm just going to fucking be <laughs> creepy as Rub shit. my ass on TV. It's a weird one, because like, at this point, he's, been est he's estranged from Dusty. Yeah. So they're not talking because I think he like he had a fallout with Dusty and Marlene is not a fan and all this stuff. Um, so he's doing this. He's throwing himself into it. But Dusty's just kind of watching on TV like, look at how they massacred my boy. Yeah. Um, That's my boy, baby. That's my <laughs> what they're doing to my boy. They massacred my boy. Nothing. You're better than this, baby. 
They've got Dustin doing some weird shit in gold. <laughs> you want to know about hard times? <laughs> hard times is where they give me mama watch, kick her in the ass, and say a computer took your place, bitch. <laughs> Just making this round. <laughs> in the hard times promo, Dusty's dressed like Tom Fun. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, Derek, about hard times. Oh, you've got to tell about hard times. <laughs> hard times is where, <laughs> you know, you're trying to feed a family of five, or maybe a small party, and uh, you've run out of money because uh, they've fired you from the job and replaced you with a computer. Is it gyro day, Tom? It's, no, Derek, it's not <laughs> gyro day. <laughs> I'm just thinking of Dusty Road for a second. <laughs> Dusty Road's hard times. Oh, my God. Dusty. If he looks like Tom Fun, I think I think I think I'm, I might break. I might break a little bit. No, I've got the wrong one. No, there is, no. but there is a dust. No, there is a dusty where he does look like Tom Fun. I do know the one you yeah. mean. There is a promo where he does look like Tom Fun, <laughs> but sadly not hard times. Where he just looks like he does look like he was working in an office and they've kicked him in the butt and said a computer took your place. He does look like that. Imagine if you went to an office job, you know, you've, you know, sensible haircut, shirt and tie. You got your briefcase there for sandwich in it and a little note from Alex saying, Good luck today. And you go in, <laughs> Dusty Road. Is that a computer? You're like, All right, Dusty. Welcome to the office, Daddy. <laughs> Who's the large man with the perm? Oh, that's Dusty Road. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll tell you where the brick room is, Daddy. <laughs> you want to buy a photocopy? <laughs> Oh, baby, you can have three. Okay, thumb, baby, I'll give three, four, four, a copy of three, three over you, daddy. And have the thing, daddy, nobody wins. <laughs> <laughs> My dad sold photocopiers. I want to pick up a photocopier that he sold and bring it here. Bring it back. I need my brother. I need me, brother! <laughs> oh, David, man, oh. I beat you to Dustin, man! <laughs> Sorry I beat your face up, you clot! Sorry about that, it's been a tag team! Oh, don't worry about it, we oh. all have a falling out from time to time. I remember my dad come to Atlanta and he'd have a well good time, so thanks for showing us a good time as well. <laughs> like. Remember that booger, Horn Anderson? <laughs> <laughs> Attacking him every week! <laughs> So what? So if I were up, if I were at the lights, some some bastard opened me car, tries to give me a car, I would pull out my Glock and sh- fucking shoot him in the face. I think we'd all go down. What you Cody? <gasps> you fuck all it. Go in the fucking tail. Shit house. I can't even, man. I said I wouldn't tell it. <laughs> Anyone from the northeast? We fucking apologise. No, I'm not sorry. <laughs> Every day in this office, I hear someone go, oh, fucking hell. And I'm like, and it's like I'm, I'm sat right here, lads. We can't help it. We're, we're, a hot, we're a melting pot in that upstairs office. Yeah. You've got Scouser, Scotchman, Geordie Landman, mm. Ross, <laughs> and uh, me representing Brumhampton. Yeah. And that's just the that's just the cultaholic bit. We're not going to talk about the, the triple jump bit where we've got Ireland represented, we've got the South of England represented, yeah, South of England represented, South, South of England, England represented, represented, and the South of England represented. Yeah. <laughs> it's a melting pot. Building. And Sunderland. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh yeah, Sunderland Jack. Yeah, of course, Jack Sunderland. Yeah. 
Sunderland representing Mackham all over the shop. We're a melting pot. <laughs> Soon it'll just be one weird accent. Yeah. Across all, across all, they, they, there is a, there is a genuine concern that accents in the UK are dying out mm. because, because we are all just sort of so merged now. Yeah, you know, like up in the northeast, like there's a fear that the Geordie accent will go because you know the majority of people up here are, are students. And they're from all over the country. They're all from down south, Stu. Well, how come students, when you're not at uni, how come they're all southerners? <laughs> when you're in it's uni, true. they're from everywhere. But when you're not in uni, all you hear is just, oh, Jessica. <laughs> like, Where's a press? <laughs> they're a press around here, Jessica. It's like, fuck off, Tarquin. I want, <laughs> I want to pay above the odds for a shit sandwich. <laughs> no, you can, have a, you can have a regular sandwich for 50p. No, no, I'd rather pay £18 for oh. some bread pumped up from London in special tubes. <laughs> Love a butty for 50p. Oh. <laughs> you tell me where you're getting the sandwich for 50p. Greg's in it. We were chatting with... Um, we When we were back at WWE, we went to the show in Newcastle. And we got to go backstage, which was quite cool. <laughs> and we were chatting to one of the WWE PR team. Oh, Marlena getting involved. <clears throat> we were chatting with the PR team and she said... Uh, she, was, she was talking about like she likes being up in Newcastle. Hmm. And uh, she said, everything's so much cheaper here. And I was like, yeah, it's a fair shout. And uh, Sam told the story of when uh, Greg's sausage rolls went from 50p to a pound and how they were near riots because of it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's it. But a pound is still very cheap for a sausage roll. Yeah. When that goes up to pound five, you watch the, uh, the streets filled with anger. I remember one of my first trips to London. and I thought, oh, I'll, I'll go get the, the Boots meal deal, as was, you know, oh. the, the style at the time. I was like, oh, £3 Boots meal deal. 350 in London. I was like, oh, I was like, still good value for 350, but those four, you bastards. Mm, extra 50p, what are you getting? What are you truly getting? Grief. Grief, innit? It's <laughs> yeah. just grief. It's grief. It's just grief. I used to get a meal deal from Boots when I worked at Game, and um, for a while in the meal deal, there was this Atkins Diet milkshake, which uh, I tried once, I thought they're quite nice. So I started getting that in my meal deal. And then uh, the one day the guy said, how are you getting on with the Atkins thing? Is there a... So I'm not on the Atkins diet. I just think they're nice milkshakes. And apparently you're not meant to have them with a meal deal. It's like, oh. a, like a replacement thing. Right. I was like, I was just having it next to me. Because <laughs> they're quite tasty. That's where I got really fat and weird. <laughs> was, that, was, that was where it all began. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I lived in London briefly when I was 20. 21, 20, that was 20. Mm -hmm. uh, and if, if some mourners were like, oh, what can I have for breakfast? Like, oh, I'll have a croissant and a can of chocolate nourishment. <laughs> I was like, fuck <laughs> me. £18.90, like, <laughs> please. <laughs> I was just like, all right, lad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've, I've got a sweat on from standing up. <laughs> <laughs> but now 33-year-old me is looking back at those pictures thinking, oh, look at that. Look at the cut of that <laughs> bastard. Felt young man. <laughs> Uh, it was kind of nourishment for breakfast. It's funny, isn't it, how like, like, like hindsight is a cruel mistress. Because I look at pictures of me from two years ago, I go, oh, you fucking hell, you look great there. But I remember two years ago, me going, oh, fuck, look at pictures from two years before, going, fuck, you've let yourself go. Yeah. It's like, oh, if I need to be two years. Basically, you just, you, we all stop, we need to stop beating ourselves up. That's Oh, definitely. Yeah. We all need to stop beating ourselves up and love ourselves a little bit more. And there was a, Global fucking health emergency. Was, yeah, we all had our horrible two year. You know, we all just stayed at home. If you get any yeah. little pleasures, Shit. I mean, <laughs> I was ordering in like twice a week. Aww. It's like, 
Oh, chip we haven't had for a while, Sean. What? Chips? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had chips, what, three nights ago? Let's get some more. Hey! More chips. Chips, chips. <laughs> I think Pablo got sick of us during the uh, the, the global pandemic. Mm. I think he likes, I think, like, nowadays, <clears throat> sometimes I feel a bit guilty leaving him at home because we'll be at, he'll, be, he'll be on his own for a couple of hours a day as Alex and I cross over. Um, but I think during the pandemic, he did reach a point where sometimes he'd walk into the living room and go, are you still here? Like, yeah, we all, we're always here now. He's like, hmm. <laughs> Walk out and leave the room. We've noticed a little thing he does, um, and it's and it's and it's beautiful. It makes my heart melt because like he's like once you know a cat's all right once there's a bit of a routine there. Yeah, and it's like he's got a nice routine. So like he'll have some tea with us at the same time as us, and then he'll disappear, and he'll go into one of the room. You go to the spare room. You might go to the bedroom. You might go. Uh, it's it's a, it's somewhere else. He might just have a little wander around. And uh, we won't see him for a few hours. And then about half seven in the evening, as we're on the sofa watching something, he'll like enter the room almost like with a fanfare <laughs> in his head. Like, da, 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 da. He'll trot in like as if to go, I am back. What's going on? <laughs> Standing applause. <gasps> kind of. So we always go, here he is. He's like, <laughs> I'm here. Ran at the same time every day. <laughs> I'll try and capture it one night. Where he just, as he just trots into the room, he's just, da, da, da. Hello, I've had a nap and I feel great. Gonna come and annoy you now till 4 a.m. <laughs> I've never been more awake. Cheating, by the way. Razor Ramon with that mule kick to Goldust Club. Yeah, right in the Keep a Goldust's face. <laughs> Razor slapped the makeup off him. Jeez. Looking more like... I just realised that's Dustin Runnels. He looks like he's on Spice. He does. <laughs> there was a real Spice epidemic in Newcastle a few years ago. And I'd walk home and like it'd be like you'd be, you'd be the only person not walking in slow motion yeah. about seven o'clock in the evening in Newcastle. There's a real spike. I don't think it's as bad anymore, but for a while, like everybody was doing it. Yeah. And then and then out the year after it was Pokemon Go. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're easily led yeah. in the northeast. Do you remember Pokemon Go? Never played it. Did you know? No, because I I get addicted to mobile games and things like that. Mm. So so I know what I'm like. And as soon as that came out, I thought I'm going to get hooked on that. So I'm going to just swear it. Everybody did. Yeah, it was amazing. It was that one summer where everyone played it, and you did well to avoid it because you would have been with them as well. I play. I got it and I showed Alex, and she said, oh, "That's a bit of crap." I said, "No, it's quite. You know, this will be a thing." And then one day we walked through town. And like we said, everybody had their phones down doing this. And I said, they're all playing Pokemon Go. I said, nah, they're not. I said, I promise you. And we looked at like, you could see like three or four people on there. I said, I told you. And she ended up doing like a news report for Metro about it. Because like, we should research this. Yeah. I was like, you should, because this is genuinely a thing. This is a, this is a, 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 a phenomenal. That would have been what, 2016? 2016 or 2017? Probably what? 2016. Yeah, because I, I think I was still in Canada at the time because I remember going for a walk and just seeing, I was just like, oh, there's loads of people in a field. I was like, oh, it's all right. It's just just harmless lads playing Pokemon <laughs> at 10 at night. <laughs> it was good for walking. It yeah. made you walk more. So that was that. Yeah. Good for getting your steps in. Oh, definitely. I just, yeah, I saw it and I just thought, I, I know what I'm like. I'd get easily hooked on it. So. Mm. You'd lose yourself. Oh, Marlena's twisted her ankle, by the way. <laughs> Shenanigans afoot. <laughs> oh! Here's the kid. What's the T-shirt say? Is it Gold's Gym? <laughs> oh. oh! Christ! That Clat was lovely. Clattered him right in the heat. 
Hey, there you go. New champion. New champion. Razor's reign of terror is over. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, to be fair, though, in a realistic way. I like moves like that finishing it, because instead of being like, oh, he's hit his finisher, you just got some small lad doing a f f side barrel roll kick to the back of your head and yeah. you don't suspect it. That would take anyone out. It's true. Oh, there you go. Little cheeky lick. He's not that way inclined. Or Mind games. <laughs> Mind games. Oh, it's W Review, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Mind games. So this begins Goldust's first reign as Intercontinental Champion. In earnest, with uh, this will be the last. This is the last title reign for Razor Ramon in WWF. I think it might be. It will be. Yeah, I don't think he won mm -hmm. anything. Came back. I don't think because I, I don't think we've got Razor for a lot longer. Do we get Razor at WrestleMania? No, we don't, because he was meant to have that match that I can't fucking wait to well, talk about. We will get to it. Yeah, we that, will that was meant get to be to Razor, but um. I'm sure he gets suspended. Yeah, so, so I think that there's there's some shenanigans with Razor that we're gonna get into in the weeks to come. That kind of put paid to Razor Ramon in the WWF, which is so sad because like he is genuinely one of those guys. I know like the term like oh he should have been he could have been Pop Ted like he could have been <laughs> world champion Ted yeah. could have been should have been yeah would have been if he'd been around longer. Was WWE put out a post the other day saying oh which and I think it was. Razor, Perfect, Piper, Goldberg, Sami Zayn, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, and some other bastard. And I said, oh, who's the best to have never held the WWE title? And everyone underneath was just saying, Perfect, Razor, Piper. Yeah. Rick Rude for me. Uh, Jake the Snake. Vaccines today. That's, back. That's a bit of a... <laughs> Hepe, yeah. Jeff Unger. Oh, already for time for the rumble. Yeah, we're ready to rumble. Fuck so me. We don't hear from we don't hear from Shawn Michaels. We hear from his doctor, who has changed his tune <laughs> to go from "You should probably never wrestle again" to yeah. "He's in tip-top form <laughs> and he's ready to go." <laughs> Yay! Looks Look like at Rob him. Looks like Robert Gibson, though. <laughs> he does actually, doesn't he? Except except both his eyes are looking at me. Oh, mate, you've been in four now. Let's not pretend this is your match. <laughs> um, Goldust versus Razor. Uh, what did Dave Meltzer... Yes, Barry! Barry, Barry Horowitz. Barry, Barry Horowitz. Barry, Barry Horowitz. Barry, Barry Horowitz. There he is! Oh, look at him! He's a fucking meat. He is <laughs> meat. Oh my god, what a boy! Already started calling him the Mastodon. <laughs> I'd have preferred it if he could have broken the the locker completely. Here comes Shawnee Sean. Hey, Sean Michaels, who's like, I have a second chance. No, you don't. You're going against Doctor's orders. <laughs> it's not a second chance. <laughs> Uh, what did Davey give the IC title match? BT dub. Two and a half. Two and three quarters. Mm. I think I've been off by a quarter star every time, haven't mm. I? <laughs> You've not been, you're not done too badly. There's a lot of tech there. <laughs> Telephone. 
Good lighting on the commentary good, as well. Yeah, oh yeah. Excellent lighting. Um, Dave's big critique at this point is that Hennig is not there in terms of a colour commentator to hold his weight. Yeah. Vince McMahon is quite distracted. I mean, Vince has never been a very good commentator, has he? So No, it's not been... Uh... You could just tell that in Hennig's head, he's just saying, I should be in this, I should be in this, <laughs> I should be in this, breaking everybody. Lloyds of London are just like, oh, no, you're not. Oh, no, no, you're not. We had a deal. It's like, <laughs> oh, please. No, well, you could be in it by all means, but give us back all the money. Can't we do both? <laughs> no. En entrant number one, which is the second worst, because someone... Again, I'm probably ripping off Irish W. Someone pointed off out that being the second spot in the Royal Rumble is worse than the first. Because you both start the match at the same time. But if whoever's in at number one wanted to fucking bum rush you, they could. That's true. Yeah. That is true. So this is the finish of the match. So he cheated and got a pin. Yeah. But then Gorilla Monsoon came out and went, actually, reverse that decision. He only ever does that sometimes. She's do it all the time, Gorilla. This shit happens all the time on your watch. <laughs> yeah, you big bastard. <clears throat> you big gorilla. <laughs> you, you bear cat monsoon. <laughs> <Oy! laughs> Weirdly, we can't use country boy anymore. Don't go messing with a country boy. Country boy, country boy. Don't go messing with a country boy. Country boy. Hey. I think it's because it's a Jimmy Hart cut. Yeah. It's 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 one of three original songs that Jimmy Hart wrote. <laughs> is did, would they have to pay him royalties or is it just yeah. Vince Vincent's tiff? I think they'd have to pay him royalties and they're like, nah, you're good. Yeah. I think. Or is it a bit more complicated than that? Because I know that Country Boy was on the wrestling album right. Pile Driver. I don't know whether that was a Stock Aitken and Waterman thing. No, that Stock Aitken and Waterman would have been the Later one, wouldn't it? With like the could have been the WrestleMania album, not not because that was driver. Simon Cowell produced, wasn't it? Yeah, Simon Cowell produced the uh, the man in black, yeah. produced Slam Jam, Simon Cowell cut. So it was a nice little connection for the wrestling. Let's get ready to rumble, says the sign. So um, there is a a significance to this rumble as well. <clears throat> it's weird because 1996 kind of gets overlooked as like as in terms of like key moments in rumble history and wrestling yeah. history from it <clears throat> it's already uh the highest attended wrestling event in fresno and will be for quite some time it's the first show that ever has a kickoff show or yeah. a pre-show or whatever we call it now the mountain dew kickoff nonsense um <clears throat> this is also the first rumble where everybody gets entrance music i thought you were gonna say that yeah yeah because yeah. i I do like the surprise of it from the when you watch the old ones. I can't remember which rumble it is, maybe 90 or 91. There's three, two, one. That's quiet. And someone could just see behind the curtain. You just hear a little kick go, it's Hulk Hogan. And everyone <laughs> cheers. And then it is Hulk Hogan. And then there's like a wave of like cheers. Yeah. Like get louder and louder and louder. Which I think, I, I like, that's fine. But for me, it's having the music yeah. hit. Yeah. And that mixture of, like, if it's a certain note in the music, like, Lesson's music hitting, and it goes, oh, shit. Yeah. Or whenever crap wrestler's music hits, and everyone just goes, it's it's, ah. a, it's a pop rather than a crescendo. Yeah, that's yeah. it. It's a pop, not a build. Eight, seven, but six. Then I, but then when I watch older Rumbles, after having watched Rumbles in, like, 2000 and stuff, 
I was, I, I was, I missed the music. Oh, it's crazy Bob Backlund. Ah. Is this the first time Bob Backlund's ever had music as well? <laughs> Do you know what? I think it might be. <laughs> yes, because I think he's been walking around a lot with this music whenever he's popped up on Raw to yeah. inevitably fight Bret Hart. But more often than not, he has no music in his later runs. I like them bringing out Bob every so often. I'm pretty sure Bob was in a rumble last time we saw him. That's pretty sure. It's been a while since we've seen Bob. Did we not? Oh, I think I might be. It might be an early one. I'm sure there was a rumble, which featured Ric Flair and Bob Backlund early on, and everyone went ah. But a modern-ish one. Am I wrong, or have I made? Have no, I made that no, up? It's it's one from. When, I'm sure Flair when, and Backlund had a little. They may have done it in a modern-ish one, but they definitely did back in the day as well. Mm. I'm sure they did. I think it's before WrestleMania nine. So what year is that? Ninety three. Ninety three. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I malfunctioned. I, I think they're both in the '93 Rumble. Ah, that might be what I'm thinking of. Because I remember going, oh, "Okay, that's an interesting little." Uh, that's a real WCW versus WWF one. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Because Vince McMahon Senior loved Bob Backlund. Oh, fucking loved Bob Backlund. Clean cut boy. American hero. Who could American legitimately melt 99.9% .9 of that locker room if yes. he bothered? <laughs> If he could be bothered, he'd just cut them to pieces. He's just he's just mild mad Bob. He's sat in the back, he's reading the thesaurus and having a biscuit. <laughs> but someone went, hey Bob, you gauzy eyed twat. He'd crunch him. He'd absolutely murder them. <laughs> Never cross the Bob. But I wonder what I think if we see him again. I think he get I think he rocks up in a rumble in two thousand after this. I could also all the legends, Mid-South legend, huh? the King Lawler, Memphis Jerry Lawler, didn't touch the sides of his car when he got out. He just used his foot to open the door. So Jerry Lawler's getting in. <laughs> 78-time Memphis champion. 78 time um, uh, on the classic Smackdown review uh, to the week. So Jerry Lawler's he's hit some hard times, daddy, because yeah. he's left. He's left the WWF and he went back to Memphis. And Vince McMahon said, "Look um, to the Memphis promoter: either you bin off Jerry Lawler, or we take all the WWF talent out of Memphis." Oh shit! And they went, "Well, Jerry's a draw, so we're keeping Jerry." Oh. And they went, "All right." See you later. And then a week later, uh, the TV channel stopped the Memphis wrestling show. Fair fucks on the promoter for standing by. Yeah, stood by him. Stupid considering what, 2001? <laughs> yeah. WWF is. Exactly. Just as WCW had shut down as well. And there was it's a shame because like he was... He was let go before WWF bought WCW, and there were already prelim conversations about Lawler possibly being part of Eric Bischoff's fusion WCW. Yeah. They had like a brief chat, and then about a week later, they went, oh, Vince has just bought the whole thing in a fire sale. <laughs> Don't worry about it now. <laughs> like less than three million they sold WCW That's for. ridiculous. Yeah. I genuinely think if I was around at that time and I'd known that, I probably would have had a chat with my bank manager. You would have got 20 quid from me. Yeah, there you go. So yeah. there you go. All I need is another 1,999,980. Uh, 
first step. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Every journey starts <laughs> with a single step. Single 20. I think I would have done. Just to own it. Yay, Bob. Yay, Hall. Bob Core. Yeah. It'll be... <laughs> Nine, seven, nine, eight, nine, nine thousand, one, two, three. Eight years away from being in the WWE title match at the Royal Rumble. <laughs> All because he was acting the bollocks against Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> this rookie, I'm going to fuck with him. And he's just like, piss you are, Bob. Are you fuck? Hey, Brock, remember that time that I was shit to you? Well, now you've got to do something for me. <laughs> remember that time I was a shit to you and you broke my neck? <laughs> That's a result. We're going to have a fight now. Vince was genuine. Vince was so keen to make Bobcore a big lad. Yeah. I think Bobcore was very keen to be a big lad as well. Yeah. He's a bit of an arsehole. <laughs> Just never, you never ask Bob Ollie like, for creative ideas because he always says, oh, how about I beat up the champ and I win the belt? <laughs> and they go, yeah, then what? Then I'll just beat other people up and keep the belt. That was always Bob's answer, according to numerous people, when they were asked, like, any suggestions on what you want to do. Yeah, but I beat the champ and take the title. What's your finish called, Bob? Uh, Holly Coast. Oh, like, they did, didn't they? It's like, Bob, fuck off, man. They did. What were they thinking? They said it once on television, and then I think Gerald just went, yeah, we can't. Yeah. We can't call it that. They did. It's horrible. It's bloody horrible, it was. Not a good time. <laughs> Not a good time. <laughs> But Bob. this rumble's a good time because at this moment we've got Sparky Thurman Plug, Yay. Bob Ollie. Actually, no, he's not in Thurman Plug anymore. Just Sparky Plug. Just Sparky Plug. Oh. See, it just shows that WWF have historically just had fun with giving wrestlers shit new names. Yeah. It's not a new thing. Well, this this is the morning that we found out that they tried to give Roderick Strong a new year. A uh, new name, 20 years in the business, Roderick Strong. Yeah. Who's next? Now, what do we think? Hang on. Oh, here he is! He's back, baby! No crown, though. No, just Mabel. Go on, what were you going to say? What do we um, think? Now, they never announced, at the time of recording, they haven't revealed what Roddy's new name was going to be, oh. the one that he refused. And it could have either, it could have, it could be one of two ways. It could either just be like, your name is Erwin Flammerdag, or like, they would have just gone, from now on, you're strong. Mm-hmm. Just strong. Yeah. Which feels quite likely. Which could call you strong. Rod. R- we just want to make. We just could call you. <laughs> want to call you. <laughs> it's the Messiah, the backbreaker. <laughs> Very. I mean, there is that possibly. I can imagine him going. No, I'm not going to be being called Rick Blackthorn. Fuck off. <laughs> but that's the thing. No one's ever heard of you. We can do it now, or no one knows who you are. Oh, bless them. Bless them. What, uh, they are funny when they change names. Check out my chat with Ridge Holland at youtube.com forward slash Skullsarlick. What a pro. What a pro, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Your close personal friend, Ridge Holland. My close personal friend, Ridge. I always called him Ridge. When we were in Borough together, I always called him Ridge. Because <laughs> he loves McCoy's crisps. He bloody does. He's a lovely man. I was so happy to see him on Thursday. Yeah. Oh, so happy to see him. Because like last time I saw him, he was sort of getting his reps in on the Indies, and he was the three CW champion. And I was, and I called the night, I called the night, the match, the night he won the three CW title. Oh, very like, nice. Oh, get in. And then uh, I saw him, and then not unknowingly, that'd be the last time I'd see him. And I said, "Hey, I'll see you in a bit." So when I got to see him, I went, "Here we are. This is the bit." <laughs> 
<laughs> the interview, the inter- like, uh, what I like is, I don't think any other interview with Rich Holland has started with, with, the present- with the presenter exasperating, going, what are you doing in WWE? <laughs> Here he is! Listen to that popper doodle. Listen to, for my money, the greatest theme music of all time. It's great, isn't it? It's amazing. Both of his themes, both this one and the Trust Me one, are both incredible. Mm. I fucking love Jake Roberts. I don't know if I've made that <laughs> clear on this podcast. What is it about Jake Roberts that uh, as, you love so much? As a kid, I just loved him. I don't yeah. know what it is. I think a lot of it came to do with... Because when I was... like, I got into wrestling when I was like... Jesus Christ. It's making a beeline as well. <laughs> for the pop for it. I think... Because when I started watching wrestling, I was like three, two or three. I was really, really young. So a lot of it was, like, I didn't know about storylines. I just watched anything that was on video. Mm. A lot of it was dictated by play. So two of my favorites as a kid were Jake the Snake and the Big Boss Man, and they were a tag team for me with my toys. But I don't know what it is. I just, I thought he was cool. I thought Damien was cool. I thought he had a mustache and he looks a bit like my dad. Apart from my dad never had a mullet. But, um, <laughs> and then growing up and then like now, you know, having a vested interest and just watching his promos and being like, he's the greatest promo of all time. Yeah. And the music's cool. And just the whole character of him just being like, do you know what? You, you think you got me figured out? I'll just fucking knock you out, son. <laughs> and it's like, he's amazing. So yeah, I like Jake Roberts. Yeah. He's so, yeah. <laughs> there is, yeah, there's a there's a, a cerebral excellence yeah. to him. It's the fact as well that, again, looking back on it, and in an era of people screaming the promos, and you just got him just hoarsely whispering, and you just like you, you hang on every single word. But yeah, the wise man doesn't need to shout; he he whispers, and everybody listens. Yeah, like yeah, that's cool. Is is one of the lines that got cut out of the big WrestleMania review I did because I realised it was editorial comment before the match against Ted DiBiase mm. with the you know wallowing in the muck. Of avarice. And just for the oh. entry, I just put, Muck of Ag- avarice, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> Meanwhile, talking to Muck. <laughs> <laughs> it's Dory! Dory Funk Jr. The new generation. The new, <laughs> soak it in, baby. New generation with Dory Funk Jr., Jake Roberts, <laughs> Jerry Lawler, and Bob, Bob Backlund. Sprightly Dory, get in there, lad. Oh, is Jerry gone? No, I think he's hiding outside the ring. Okay. What like interesting to get Dory Funk Jr. in at this point? Like, was he running the the dojo at this point? Oh, oh the Funkin' Dojo. Mm. I don't know because it's it's a weird one because everyone's gone. Oh, there's this old man. But then you'd put him in all Japan probably a month later, and there'd be queues around the block <laughs> to see the Funk Brothers. <laughs> Isn't it funny? Yeah. How uh, actually you mentioned uh, Japan there. Uh, there was a match uh, that was announced. In WWF magazine uh, for this show that never actually made it to the show. Go on. What do you reckon that would be? Say mention in Japan. Yeah. Hakushi? No. Uh. Oh. Go on. Aja Kong versus the Lundra Blaze. Right. Yeah, because they've binned off the division. Mm. They? But they they did they did a week where they they kind of teased it. Then they then obviously Medusa's now in WCW at this point, uh, but WWF magazine had already run with the fact that this match was happening at the pay per view, and then it never did. So that's how close they were because they were they felt confident enough to publish it in WWF magazine. Christ, that would have been good as well. <laughs> great, it would have been bloody great. But instead we get, it's fine, we get Dory Funk Jr. instead challenging a Blaze. 
<laughs> Talking oh, of a hundred blades. Loud. Three. <laughs> Here she comes. She's in. Oh, beefy boy. The newest DLC in 2K22. I played as him. He's really good. Is he? It's it's but it's spot on. Just like doing savat kicks of people. Basically, he does that thing though. Like he does a chop with both hands. Yeah. Like just takes a couple of steps forward as he does it, and it flattens them. He does multiple versions of the bonsai drop. Yeah. He uh, he does a really big belly to belly. He's very good. Very good wrestler. Basically, he's super heavyweight. So if you're anything under like a heavyweight, and you try and do anything with him, he just fuck off. But he's a nightmare to lift. But that's that's my pro- like I said to you the other week. That's my problem with games. I want to be able to fucking <laughs> Canadian destroyer him as Hornswoggle. That's what I want to do in games. I gave him a shooting star press. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> Should we get a little timestamp now that Bob Backlund's? Do you know what? That's a really good shout. Bob Backlund's just gone at one hour and thirteen minutes and 43, 44, 45, 46, 48, 49. Seeing how much longer is left of the pay per view, it's mad that they put the rumble in the middle of the card. Well, there's there's only one other match after this. Oh bloody hell! So does so that is it is it a hefty main event? Though? Hefty main event. Main event goes the distance. Really does. It's Taker and Brett, Taker and Brett yeah. They ain't going to slouch. They ain't going to slouch. Not going to slouch. Undertaker, he's a, he's a good hand. He's a good wrestler. You know, I gave him one of his best matches at the Royal Rumble in 1996. Uh, yeah, you know, he's a great pro. Brett Hart, ladies and gentlemen. I was, I was waiting for you to go, like fucking Goldberg. <laughs> you know, Bill Goldberg and uh, <laughs> Triple H, they could both fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> you do a really good Bret Hart. He was my neighbour. <laughs> of course he was. Yeah, he was. Oh, rambunctious. <laughs> want a hitman? Morning, Orlando. Do, 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 do you want a do you want a donut hitman? Oh, best not eh? A good, uh, big good donut eh? <laughs> Me and Brett, we go to Tim Hortons every Tuesday. Ah, here he is. Okay, so he is in the Royal Rumble. It must have he been, is. I think it was WrestleMania's then. He didn't have a, a main card WrestleMania match until a ridiculous point in his career. Right. Because, is it WrestleMania? That is the only time, by the way, that Razor Ramon is anywhere near a Rumble. <laughs> this is the only time he's anywhere near a Royal Rumble. I just like the idea that for the past 45 minutes, he's been chasing them around the arena going, <laughs> yeah. get me you little shit. <laughs> Kick me in the back of the head. <laughs> That big gold bastard's got me belt now. That's mine. Girl, you like. <laughs> Jerry Briscoe is like, oh, calm down, Razor. He's, he's he's we t- won't put you in the rumble. He's a 10-year-old boy. He's <laughs> <laughs> just innocent man. <laughs> We're just normal man. What do you mean normal man? <laughs> We're just innocent man. So you got Joe Briscoe, Earl Hebner, what looked like Tosh from the bill. <laughs> ah, Tosh! <laughs> Tosh from the bill getting a shout. <laughs> Uh, I like it when a rumble match fills up as well yeah and that's a good that's a good plot point having Razor and the kid the weird thing is earlier on you had people jumping out via the middle ropes which 
they've started doing too much recently in the last couple of years because they made that I think oh he went through the middle ropes ah, it's like yeah. nah I'd rather see the ring filled with fuckers you don't want to go anywhere near the ropes never mind going through the middle yeah I like it when the ring gets busy yeah that's a nice part of a rumble <laughs> you got Road Dog clinging on for dear life mm. in the corner just saying pay me <laughs> sitting here for 40 minutes <laughs> Mike when I, me and my brother Mike will watch a rumble like our favourite bit is when they're in the corner trying to lift them over yeah. when on any normal night they could just wait yeah. on this night like for some reason they weigh 30 30 stone come on come on everyone runs out soaking wet <laughs> pockets full of stones like, <laughs> that's be what I'd do if I was in a rumble yeah. fill your pockets with stones yay Amori his jacket's amazing is he Amori. wearing an all Japan jacket as well of course he is He's got the one Japanese theme they've got on uh, on tape. <laughs> and you can tell it's on cassette because it's it's in mono. <laughs> I fucking love the Rumble. The Royal Rumble is the best event ever. It year. is, isn't it? It bloody is. And then I didn't watch it this year because I was like, I'm not working it. I'm not watching wrestling if I'm not at work. Oh, you see, I'm and weird because I still watch wrestling even when I'm not working. I'll, I'll watch the occasional match, but with the Rumble, I thought, right, I'll, I'm not working it. Aiden was covering it for the site. I thought, I'll watch it the next day. Mm. And then everyone the next day was like, don't. It was pretty shit. It was shit, to be fair. Yeah. It was a shit Rumble. So I didn't watch it. Which is sad because yeah. normally the Rumbles are banging. It's a car. It's. It's, it's they hard. somehow made it really boring. It's hard to fuck up a rumble. It's really hard to fuck up a rumble, but they did. It's like, I was on the fence about the Brock Lesnar rumble the other year where he dominated it. As a one-off, fine. But at the time, me and my mates were just kind of like, oh, I kind of want, you know, I want doink in there. But I think this is the glory of having two rumbles now because you can do a more traditional one yeah. and then be a bit more experimental with the other. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think that's the joy of doing, of doing it that way now because you can be a bit braver with the booking of it because you don't want to worry about just getting one right. Yeah. So like, I like the idea of maybe next year the men's rumble being quite traditional and then the women's rumble doing something a bit wacky and unusual. Yeah. You know? I, I would love it one year if like there was two left in the ring but they were 28 and 29 Ooh. and if they eliminated each other before 30 came out so 30 just comes out and it's just like I've won. I've won the rumble. They've won the rumble before they've even come out. That's ace. Imagine if number 30 was like a fucking R-Truth or something. He'd be like, oh, shit. Or maybe you got some, like you, somebody like number 12 gets knocked out of the ring and they're unconscious. Yeah. Then you got 28 and 29. They eliminate each other. 30 comes up, thinks they've won. Then we remember, oh, shit. Fucking Marty Gennetti's still on the outside. Here he comes, Rumble oh, winner. Oh, Savio. Everyone's favorite mystery tag partner. <laughs> oh, God. God bless him. <laughs> I had that on VHS and I wore it out. <laughs> good one at No Air Texas. Yeah, really good one. The War I, of Attrition. I got that for my 10th birthday. Wow, what a lovely birthday that was. It was, yeah. So, yeah it's a good show, that is No Way Out. Yeah. That was a very good birthday as well. Mm -hmm. That If you just watch that over and over, that's a good one. What else happened on your birthday then? That year, you know? it was, um, I went over to Liverpool in the day and got some South Park stuff because it was 1998. Mm -hmm. Of course you did. Um, my brother got me No Way Out of Texas on video. I was like, fuck yeah. It was like the first official wrestling video I ever owned because everything we had was tape traded with our neighbors. Nice. Uh, legally, of course. Um, but this one was like, oh, here you go. Start a collection. I was like, cool, I'm going to watch this. And I think because it was 10, I had a sleepover. So all my mates came and we just watched South Park and WWF at AKFC. <laughs> Fucking belter. What 1998 was a great birthday. year. Yeah. That's yeah. a great birthday, mate. You should be very proud of that. I, I, I vividly recall that day. It's seared into my brain because it was one of the best birthdays I ever had. 
So that was your first WF pay per view on VHS. No, we had a text that I owned the, the official actually release. Owned. Like we 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 had some in the house. Like my, I remember my bro- brother had the Silver Vision WrestleMania one cassette when we were little, and other, and like like some of the old Royal Rumbles, and we accumulated them from places. But that was the first one that was. Oh. Here you go, Jack. This one is yours. This one, it wasn't just my brother's that I could just borrow and watch. Get amongst it. This yeah. is all yours now, baby. I actually went on <clears throat> eBay last week because I thought, do you know what? I might just get a copy of it and just put it on my bookshelf. Just to say, it's there. To see you've always got it. Yeah. I've got that WrestleMania anthology VHS selection. And I could never part with it yeah. for that same reason. Just It's like the collector's box with WrestleMania's 1 through 14, and then 15 in like a weird white sleeve. Ooh. There he is! <sighs> Beast. Right, so this is Vader's WWF journey getting underway. They have very much presented him as the bookie's favorite to win the Rumble. Because he's fuck. His music's cool as well. He's cool. Big Leon. Size of him as well. Big Leon White. Now, really, he should clean house here. He's like, all right, Dory, mate. I haven't seen you since Sumo Hall. Dory eliminates him. <laughs> what? That, right. All right. Now, this is where I genuinely, th- I think, if I'd been Vader, right, if I'd have been booking this, I'd have gone, right, Vader, you're getting in. The first thing you're doing is you're eliminating Yokozuna. Yes. That's what I'd have done. I'd go, right, first of all, uh, Yoko yeah. flies over the top. Then you can chuck out Sparky. Then you can chuck out Dory. Yeah. And then you can pick up the kid and send him flying. <laughs> send him through the roof. Phenomenal. So, so far, I'm like, all right, do he's, something. He's just kind of pottering about. Savio Vega just eliminated Dory he from the brings him back in. Yeah, not very smart. Come on, Vega. I like the fact he's got a singlet on backwards because he used to, apparently, he was a bit of a dirty bellend, wasn't he? Oh. And instead of washing a singlet, he just put it on backwards and oh, forwards and stuff. Oh, knacker. Yeah. Mate, wash his singlet. He's my favourite big man ever, Vader. I love Vader. I thought it might have been an accident where you just put it on the wrong way around. No, he, he just, I think it was designed that way. It's Whoa. your big debut and you're going to wear your singlet backwards. <laughs> you can kind of tell them that it's backwards now I'm looking at it. Yeah. You can tell that it's the wrong way around. He's just not bothered. He's an arsed, is he? <laughs> this is very subdued. Very subdued. Vader should have just completely cleared house. He should, he yeah, t- two or three eliminations off the bat. Yeah, but nothing. Really, he's like, just chilling now. Take out Bob, though, and you've got, what, you've got the kid. Oh, Doug Gilbert. Doug Gilbert. I was like, what music is that? Because he's from the USWA. Woo! But you've got Triple H, like, you fucking owe me money. <laughs> yeah. Gilbert! <laughs> but look at the, like, apart from Doug Gilbert and Bob Holly, oh, and Savio, but you've got X-Pac, Yoko, Vader, Jake Roberts, Triple H. Gilbert's coming with far more fire than Vader, I'm just saying. Yeah. These two are just having a little... There you go! Bosh! Right, Vader needs C- to eliminate Yoko here. I can't believe... They just cut away from the DDT to show Bob oh. Holly trying to eliminate X-Pac. Big pop, though. One, two, three, kid. Call him what you want. Oof. Hey! Thanks for coming, Jake. There's your first limb. See you at the King of the Ring. See ya. 
Finally got him a cheap bottle of Thunderbird. Get that piece of trash out of my ring. <laughs> yeah, when I want it takes uh, no, 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 no. Justin 316 says I love you. Alright, this is <laughs> famous catchphrase. You talk about your John Psalms! You talk about your John 316s! Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass! Oh you can't say ass on television! I just did Steven! Oh, <laughs> I just did David! How are you Vince Man back to you? Oh Vince! <laughs> I'm sorry if I said ass and I wasn't supposed to. But I, he is an ass! I was meant to say boom boom. He could call, punch him on the boom boom. <laughs> start 316. Says I just beat up that midnight creeper. <laughs> Come fade it, eliminate someone. Establish your dominance, your mastodon. He twatted off Jake, but... Yeah, that's no. all. Now Vega's going to get him gone. Honestly, Vader. Hey! hey. Is that one of the headhunters? It, it, it's <laughs> one of. It's one half of the Samoan squad team. <laughs> I think they were headhunters as well. He looks like cosplay Vader. <laughs> All these lumpy boys in. <laughs> There's a lot of this action. Yeah. He's like he, he's like Taz. If Taz like. Just, just really started going to town on like bags of crisps. <laughs> hey, Hook, give me some of them chips. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> My boy Joey Numbers hooked us up with some, with some slightly perished chocolate oranges. <laughs> oh, I've got to go to Tesco after this. Might treat myself to a chocolate orange. Oh, do it. Got paid last week, didn't we? We did, yeah. I we mean, did. Uh, watched it all go on. Mine, mine's all gone. Yeah, yeah mine's all gone. <laughs> I, had a lot, I drank a lot this weekend. It's <laughs> pretty a bit of it went on booze. Oh, my mind's just train tickets and holiday stuff. Uh, it's all good stuff, though. It's all good Oi! stuff. But you know, when you like, you put it towards something, but like, I'm, I'm materialistic, but in a good way. Yeah. Like, I don't put materials over people, but I like having collections and little stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So when I'm putting money away for things like holidays and that, that I know that I'm going to love. But I, I'm just like, oh, I'm a payday's gone. I've got nothing to show for it. Yeah. Even if it's a yo-yo, I'm just like, got this. <laughs> got this yo-yo. Sean, yeah. I got a yo-yo. Look, Sean, I got a lovely yo-yo. I have got a yo-yo at home. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can you do any tricks? Yeah. I can still do... <laughs> me doing my hands. I still sleep it. And the one where you turn it into a triangle and pendulum it through. Ooh, cat's cradle. Maybe, yeah. Oh. And I can still walk the dog. Walk the dog. Uh, dragster. Uh, I don't know, Dragster. It's walk the dog, but you take it off your finger, so it just fucks off along the floor. Nice. Can you um, can you kiss the bishop? Uh, no, I can't. <laughs> can you... Uh, Tickles the chimp. <laughs> have you done look out Farmer Johnson? I have, yeah. It's a good trick, that. Yeah, that will be the St. George's yo-yo competition. Yeah, they used to meet each other. Hey, don't go in there, it's crap. <laughs> oh, we'll both go back. You bastard. I love it. I love it. He's just gone, ah, oh, we'll just both go back in. Can't stop me. I'm, I'm huge. You got our kid here. Bring him my brother. It's but twin magic. <laughs> WWE nowadays, like we've like I was saying that. The thing I don't <laughs> like about modern WWE is they only concentrate on the main event. They don't concentrate on the mid card. And here they are given to a spot to a tag team that doesn't even work for the company. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like 
But they're just there, I think, to make Vader look shit hot, hopefully. If Vader eliminates them both now. Boy, those club and blows can't be fun, can they? Game gone. Boom! Should have done that to Yoko the moment he walks in. That would have been amazing. Oh, now you're... Oh, okay, so maybe we're building up to Vader and Yoko as a mega powers explode. They've been circling, <laughs> haven't they? Vader with his thing on the wrong way around. I still love you, Vader. Oh, it stinks, man. I'm just going to sit See Bob kick him and he didn't even yeah. sell it. He just went, fuck off, Bob. Fuck off, Bob. I'm not working with you today. Savvy Vega, what oh, are you still doing in there? <laughs> Get out. It's getting clattered by Vader, I think. Hang on. What is Vince making of the Vader debut, do you think? I don't know, because I know they had big plans for him, but mm. un until, you know, ratty little cunt Shawn Michaels at SummerSlam. Spoiler. Um, <laughs> but again, it's... Subdued. It's not really hard. Really subdued. It's not hard to book Vader. He put him in New Japan in his debut. He squashed Anoki and started a riot where people <laughs> set fire to the cushions and threw him in the ring. And New Japan got banned from Sumo Hall. Put him in all Japan. And he's just like Stan Hansen, get in. I'm gonna punch you as hard as I can <laughs> in the face. And Stan's like, well, fuck off. I'll do the same to you. I win, lad. Uh, you put, put him in WCW. He's like, I'm gonna rip off Cactus Jack's ear and I'm gonna take the title. <laughs> And then he put him in WWF. He's like, oh, I can't eliminate Savio Vega. It's like, come on. I get the headhunters gone, but I can't, uh, can't touch Savio. Because <laughs> the thing, it was all like anecdotes and stuff say that it, he, outside the ring, he was like, he was like a sweetheart, wasn't he? Or yeah. he, he didn't really want to upset the apple cart. So do you think that's part of it? He's like, right, I'm in the WWF. I, you know, I've got to play ball. I can't just come in and start stiffing people in the face. I think, I don't know, there's a little bit of that maybe because he has got a bit of a history of, you know, sometimes getting a bit cross. Yeah. But maybe he thought this was a long-term option, so I thought, look, I'll just play the game. They've got plans for me. We'll play the game here. Be fine. Yeah. Maybe. Because the, the fact that Sid will get a title run, spoilers, really it should have been Vader. Vader is that, in, in that Brock Lesnar role back then, as the final boss. Yeah. That would have been amazing. Because, yeah, the... I, I like a final boss. That's why I'm liking what they're doing with Roman Reigns. He is the be all and end all. Yeah. Sometimes to the detriment to the you know the rest of the main event, but it's good having that. Here's the obstacle: if you can beat him, you're a legend. Yeah. Like like you say, final boss. Yeah. And and whoever beats him, that will they will, will be they will be made by beating yeah. him because he's so unstoppable right now. Do you think they're going to uh, um, have Roman drop the, one of the titles to Drew? At, Clash in Carnarvon. <laughs> the collision in, the collision in Cardiff. <laughs> very, in Swansea. very possibly. I feel as if by... I think if you have just the one belt on the line, it kind of choreographs... That there could be a... The, 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 the title change counts. Not that that's a bad thing. Not that that's a bad thing. Unless you... There's a way you could... Here he is. In a way, dusty it. We could say, oh, title's on the line. Mm. And Drew wins and lifts up both titles. And Roman said, nah, I said, title is on the line. I think it kind of I think it kind of pisses on the bonfire a little bit. It does, but they could do it the next night on Raw or something. Yeah. Oh, SmackDown be like, hey, hang on, I didn't say both titles on the line, you little shit. I still feel like they might go with Drew and Tyson Fury. Yeah. It'd be a shit match. But oh, yeah. all the hype, spectacle, the build up a spectacle. Absolutely. I think they might. I think Fury's not resting. There's something amiss. Yeah. And I think Drew is probably your best opponent. Do you reckon Mason Ryan's coming back? 
<laughs> I hope so. Big Barry. Oh, uh, bring just bring him out. He'd get a massive pop. Again, quite subdued for Sean. You'd think, like, yeah. if, if this was 2022, Sean and uh, Owen would be doing the, it's would massive. be doing this, punching each other both in the face, saying, "You knobhead, you yeah. knobhead, the hockey knobhead, yeah. knobhead, 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 you knobhead." Oh, you've not made it down already. Is his mask on? Yeah, his mask's off. Yeah. No, oh, just oh. Should have just come in and thrown him out. Furious that he didn't. They should have had him with the the proper the helmet and everything. Whoa! There you go. Again, if if Vader had bid a, a massive pop for it, and even the the crowd is just like shit, he's just taken a thousand pounds of beef out of it. But if you'd had Vader been a bit more dominant, it would have been even bigger, I think. Yeah. See, Sean's doing all the stuff that Vader should have done. Yeah. <laughs> Eliminate Yoko, press slam back out. Why the fuck's Bob still in there? He's Bob's going now. Sean's getting Bob out. Oh, DX. Yeah. <laughs> DX versus the nation here. You mentioned Anoki about five minutes ago, and I remember I remember that um there's a did you see the video that Matthew posted on Twitter over the weekend? Ooh, which one? It's uh Oh it's Akushi! It was a uh, a video from a uh, a New Japan show. I think it was a New Japan show, and it was Doc Gallows versus Sylvester Turkai. Oh god, no, and I didn't see a, this. And it was an awful match. And uh and apparently there's a bit where no it was a, a real bit that, that Gallows and uh Turkai didn't know was happening. That Inoki walks through the crowd mid-match, <laughs> grabs a chair, starts banging it against the barricade, and says, <laughs> says, Stop! Bullshit! Bullshit! <laughs> like he hates like the match is so bad. And you see like Gallows quickly go to the finish, get the three, and he he pegs it up the ramp because Enoki's circling the ring going, <laughs> stop it, stop it, bullshit. <laughs> Furious because the match is crap. It, it was a question that I posed in the office the other week. Who's the bigger lunatic in wrestling history, Enoki or Vince? Oh, Enoki. Yeah. Every day, Enoki. Enoki's <laughs> An Anoki's on another level. But I just like that the, the urban legend is like, ah, oh, I've heard there's a... An island that belongs to Fidel Castro with buried treasure. I'm having that. Yeah. <laughs> Inoki Freedom Island. <laughs> That's why I love Inoki. Oh, by the way, this is an improvement on the Vader situation. Vader back in the ring, just throwing bodies around, livid that he was chucked out. He's got that shamrock booking. Yeah. Now gob it off to Gorilla. This is much better. This is much better. It literally threw everyone out, but he should have done this while he was a legal man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but again, it's one of those things that, you know, the referees are coming out saying, you can't eliminate people. You've been eliminated. <laughs> Only time in Rumble history. Every other Rumble, they'd be like, oh, no, that's fair game. <laughs> now he's going. See you on Raw. You'll do oh. something special on Raw. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Oh. Yeah, he's back. Here he comes. To a mixed reaction. Big oh, Jesus Christ. There's a lot of crime. What's going on? I just became an Escher painting. There's a lot of stuff happening. Or Lowry painting, rather. There's a lot of stuff <laughs> happened very suddenly. It'd be great if it was like an Escher painting. He's <laughs> got Owen Hart on a staircase to nowhere. <laughs> John! Smethic Galton Bridge is an MC Escher painting. Have you ever been to Smethic Galton Bridge at the train station? I have not. Oh, it's because there's... A 
there's multiple flights of stairs that go in different directions, and you're never quite sure when you're on like the ground level. Right. Because I feel like on three different floors, you've got like street level. Oh, right. But even though it's only one, but because of the way you take the stairs, you always feel like you're on a street level, but but you're not sometimes. It's weird. If you've been to Smethic Golden Bridge, it's very niche, but you'll know. Very niche? We're never usually very niche on this podcast. We are never normally niche in our jokes and humour on this here Have I ever told you, I'm sure I may have brought this up before, about the stupidest thing I ever said when I was at a train station. No. I was moving to London when I was 20, and I was flustered because I just had no plan. I just, me and my mate Sophie just went, we're moving. She had a plan. She was like, yeah, I'm going to, you know, try I'm and intern here, 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 and here. And I was like, I've got nothing to do. I'll come with you. <laughs> but we went separately. So I was on a train on my own with all my possessions and like two bags. And I had to change it, I think, crew. I had to get to one platform to the other. I had to get a lift up, get out the lift, walk across the platform, get in another lift and come down. But I was that flustered and panicking. Uh, there was like two station attendants like, excuse me, how, how do I get to the other side? And like, take the lift. And I went, what? Did I take the lift? I was like, what, does it go sideways at the top? <laughs> and one of, oh, them, one of them was very nice to me and say no and explained it. But the, the other fella, I just saw his face crumple up and then he saw me because went, oh, for fuck's sake. I went, yeah, don't worry. I'm just having a mare. But it was the stupidest <laughs> thing I've ever said. Oh, mate. You know, one of those days where you just, you got so much going on that just, yeah. you can't, you have no basic comprehension. I have a lot of days like that lately where I just, I've, where like Alex will say something to me and I'll go, yes. And she'll go, you didn't, you didn't hear what I said, did you? I'm like, no, can you repeat it, please? <laughs> and why did you say yes? I just did. Just, just, just say it again, please. I think that's your your reflex, considering you haven't had a day off in 16 months because someone's like, Tom, uh, do you, you want to help me move out for free? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, uh, yeah, that it might be my my thing actually. Yeah. <laughs> I used to work with a guy in HMV, and his re, his reflex was, uh, I've, oh, I'm going to the dentist. They'd just be like, uh, Rick, what are you doing on Saturday? Going to the dentist. <laughs> Why? But he he has either the best teeth or the worst teeth. He had he had all right teeth from what I could recall, but he was just like if they'd say, Can you yeah. this? Yeah, but they could be like, oh, we're going off for drinks. He'd be like, oh, well, I finished at the dentist. I'm fine. <laughs> but, you know, he just always said, go in the dentist. And he told me this after he said, after our uh, floor manager went, oh, Rick's going to the dentist. Can you work on Saturday? And he's like, oh, sure. Yeah, whatever. And then Rick was like, oh, yeah, just always saying go in the dentist. It's <laughs> like, damn it, Rick. I, my thing was when they go, are you free on this day? And I just go, before I say yes or no, I go, what do you need? Yeah, and more often than not, they go, "Oh, well, this is the thing," and then you can then you can make a more appropriate decision. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jerry Lawler, he's been <laughs> under the ring eating fried chicken and having a wank, <laughs> looking for, looking for the other doink. <laughs> In look at Look at little people's court under there. <laughs> that was a funny time in the wrestling. That was weird, wasn't it? Mm. Nice. Yeah, what do you need? And you go, "Oh, it's this." And ah. Uh, I'm not around, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. There he goes. Hey. It's Bye, Dad. It's Big Daddy. <laughs> it's easy. Big Daddy. Easy. 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 It's Big Daddy. <laughs> John. John. Big Daddy Kevin Nash. <laughs> Just take that picture. <laughs> There he comes, now representing Yorkshire. 
Was he from Lincolnshire? Not Lincolnshire. Um, Lancashire. Big Shirley Crabtree. Big Shirley Crabtree. Was he a Lancashire boy? Probably. Definitely the North. <laughs> big Daddy Giant Haystack. Best Big Daddy there. Wasn't the um, the rumor that like Roald Dahl he hated kids? <laughs> Big Daddy. I'm sure there was a thing. It's just like I was, you know, he, I can believe it. Hero to millions of British kids, but apparently it's just like, oh, bloody little bastards. I, I can believe it. Yeah. I don't know for definite, but I would not be surprised if if Shirley Crabtree hated kids. Yeah, he liked be, he liked being like the star. Yeah, of the shows, um, but he hated kids. That wouldn't shock me. I'm sad we never got a Big Daddy running WCW like we did a giant haystack. <laughs> <laughs> That's Weasel. <laughs> 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 You listen to me, Hulk Hogan! <laughs> 12 teeth in his head. I'll fucking knock you! <laughs> so excited. Yeah, big streak of piss. So excited. What a just fucking giant haystack's going, Listen to me, Hulk Hogan! <laughs> Yay! Why Yay. not? Have British you, royalty! Have you got that to come on the Nitro review? Or I has believe, that been gone? No, no, I, no, we haven't seen Loch Ness. Oh, yeah, because he's part of the Dungeon of Doom, isn't he? Yeah. Which is hankering on by a fucking thread. We get, we get, uh, we get two, at least two Nitro matches out of Loch Ness. We haven't had either yet. Wow. One of them, I think, at least one of them is against the giant. Yeah. <laughs> and giant just passing. Big, big meaty man slapping um, me. I wonder if had Giant Haystacks not got poorly, which is the whole reason why like, it all stalled, because he went home because he was ill and it turned out to be cancer and he never came back. But I wonder, like, had he not got poorly, how far we would have they would have gone with yeah. Because giant was, haystacks in WCW, he was, he was big at the time as well. Big, Even yeah. for giant haystacks, he was big. But they did a UK tour with Loch Ness. Mm. See again, like WWF changing, like WCW, WCW like WWF changing people's names when they come in. True. I guess giant haystacks would make a lot of sense, would it? Yeah. Why is it called Giant Haystacks? I mean, we didn't even know at the time why it was called Giant Haystacks. No, because for years, it was only like in the last year or two that I realized that him and Haystacks Calhoun were two different people. Because <laughs> pe people were like, oh, Haystacks Calhoun. I was like, who's that? He's like, oh, big, massive bastard with a beard. I was like, oh, Giant Haystacks then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see why it could be anything anybody else. There can't be many, you know, of the Haystacks family <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> that dynasty. <laughs> You got your too Guerreros. many haystacks, too many oh. haystacks, too many haystacks, too many haystacks. <laughs> Thirty-seven people. But you got your Anawahis, you got your Guerreros, you got your Rotas, you got your haystacks. <laughs> Wrestling has more than one royal family. <laughs> Adrenaline in my soul. I'm gonna get you, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Giant haystacks wrestling in the newt. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Big Daddy said, <laughs> you massive bastard. <laughs> I hate kids as well. <laughs> Get Big... the fuck away. Get the fuck <laughs> away. Let me eat my dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast would be like if we rehearsed. Be shit, mate. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean we do rehearse? We spent hours of research. Hours. We, we workshop this upstairs. Someone messaged me and asked me the question. It's a very sensible question to ask. Why? Hold that thought. Good hand in the mid card. It's a good hand in the mid card. He's a bit late in the rumble for my liking. He should have come out number four. Yeah. Been eliminated two minutes later. <laughs> good hand in the mid card. 
Look at him rushing in. Here he is. This is a match that he will know very, very well. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, someone messaged you. Was it, was it the ringmaster? No. Um, and they said, the, the, the bits that you do on the news videos, do you rehearse them and script them? I was like, nah, just, just what falls out of my head sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I'll think about it the night before. Sometimes I'll think about it about three minutes before. <laughs> well, yeah, Tom, Tom and you went, uh, you got a nice little gentleman's viral the other day, didn't you? Big <laughs> A gentleman's viral. A gentleman's viral. Oh, bears repeating. Yeah. So peek behind the curtain, sausage being made, etc. cetera. Fucking Think about sausages. Like eek the cat. Uh, <laughs> So Adam Pacitti's in a different office to us. So mm -hmm. Tom was getting the news ready and he told us the joke. He's like, oh, I'm just going to print off some pictures of bears because, you know, bears repeating. And I think I did the thing where I just took off my glasses and just went, oh, for fuck's sake. Mm. But laughed. And then Adam came up as you were printing them. He said, what are you, are you printing off there? And he just went, oh, just the, just, just the notes. So Pacitti genuinely didn't have a <laughs> fucking idea what was going on to that video. So that reaction's genuine. But that's also how we all reacted when Tom first told the joke upstairs. We went, oh, <laughs> not even sorry no, not you even be. sorry I, I actually watched the news I was like oh I wonder, I wonder how the actual clip went I watched it and she went oh fucking hell <laughs> you see his soul leave his body it's the silence it's the silence that gets you it's the it did the rounds it's funny because it did the rounds and then it ended up I ended up getting a DM the next day from somebody saying why have you blocked my mate and uh, it's somebody I'd blocked on Twitter months and months ago just because they were just a bit angry. Yeah. I thought, I can't be arsed seeing them pop up. And they, there he is. Howdy. And I went on their Twitter and they'd taken a screenshot of the of saying Tom Gamble's blocked you, mm. referring to me as a, as a sort of a weak soy boy jackass or something. like being, and, and, and then a few tweets being very disparaging about me. I said, like, that's fine. But then his mate... Like it was joining in, the guy who DM'd me. So I unblocked them all and I just went, Hey, pal, cheers for the DM. I can't remember why I blocked your friend. Uh, probably because I didn't vibe with some of the stuff he was saying. And now reading this, I kind of get why, but all good. Anyway, next second, this person has blocked you. <laughs> I was like, Soy boy! <laughs> I just find it funny how, like, there was so much anger and vitriol and, yeah. like, claim of win. Like, oh, they've blocked me. And then I once, I, once I approached them about it, I, said, I don't remember why I did. Then <laughs> they blocked me. It's like I block people left, right, and center. I just not even for anything egregious, just because I'm trying to cater, you know, my interest and stuff. And if someone's just chatting shit, not even if they're being angry or whatever, but just terrible opinions or stuff, I'm not bothered about. I'm just like, ah, oh, blocking the bin with you. I don't care. Yeah, that's it. That's it. But it's funny how I think a lot of people need the win. I think for them yeah. to go, I'm such an ass that this person has blocked me. Haha, <laughs> I lived in their head for a bit. Yeah. What a victory. <laughs> what a victory. Ooh. Diesels, by the way, Big Daddy has just thrown out a giant haystack. So, somehow, I think it's he's either the chief football writer for the Mirror, or he used to be Oliver Holt. He has me blocked on Twitter. I don't, don't know why. I think someone called him a knobhead once, and I liked it. <laughs> so he just blocked. He blocked <laughs> he's gone. Anybody who called me a knobhead. Yeah. Good run for Helmsley. Oh God, yeah. The Iron Man so far. He is. Yeah. Great showing. Look at that. I, I think until. Um, so there's there's a moment one, two historical Royal Rumble winners now in the ring, in Austin and Michaels. Yeah, bad man. And here's oh look at this. There's three people in the ring that'll be in cahoots in years to come. Oh, 
did I it had, for The Rock. I heard that, yeah, he did it for Rocky Maivia. He did it for The Rock, who turned 50 the other day. Happy birthday, The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday to you, uh, The, the Rock. Rock. Fatu just randomly punched Hunter as he was getting out, getting into the ring. Hope that doesn't come back to bite him. <laughs> Can't remember if it does or not. Um... A nice svelte far too, moisturised, happy in his lane. Oh, Ted DiBiase's there. Hello, Ted. <laughs> He's in old Ringmaster's corner, isn't he? I think it's just because the camera angle when Ringmaster came out, it just kind of focused on Austin and then turned as he was going past, so it didn't actually show Ted. Because for once, the WWF are proud to show off the Million Dollar Corporation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it isn't just like a shower of weirdos. <laughs> I mean, a little bit. <laughs> Karma there. Karma's coming to get you, Fartu. Fartu apparently and Scotty Too Hotty are getting back together. So I've heard. I've heard that Scotty Too Hotty is an absolute sweetheart. Yeah, I've heard so. Yeah. He did a show in Liverpool, didn't he, recently? In your neck of the woods. Oh, was he at the... Yeah, at TNT, I think. Oh, did he do TNT? He did TNT. Because I know that, obviously, they had the fiddle of a wrestling convention in Liverpool recently mm. that just everyone was at. Um, someone I know... Uh, got the photo taken with MJF and there's one where he just looks not bothered and another one where he's sniffing her hair <laughs> <laughs> so he's <laughs> just, just in character the whole time just telling everyone to fuck off basically. delightful weirdo he's great I'm sad I didn't go to that actually if I'd had time I'd like to have gone to it. I went to the first one the other year because my friends had a store mm. and it was just before it set up it was just like everyone was setting up the stores and just Ted DiBiase was just walking around in a trackie and everyone was like <laughs> morning, Ted. He was, like, <laughs> he, he was like, morning. <laughs> That's gotta be Kane! <laughs> Dental Kane! <laughs> what are you doing here? That's gotta be Nova Kane! <laughs> Ooh, very good. <laughs> That's gotta be Tata. Uh, can you pass me the microphone? Nope. Thanks, mate. Appreciate <laughs> There we go. If you're watching on the... Barbaric. Oh, Big Baz is gone! Barry is out of the room. That is his theme music. He's got like a jazzed up version of it. <laughs> the jazz version I have in the gear. <laughs> oh, if only it was a jazz version. That'd be lovely. 25 minutes long. <laughs> so who we got now? So we got Karma. So in the ring, we've got The Godfather. We've got Rikishi. We've got Stone Cold Steve Austin. Shawn Michaels. Kane. Kevin Nash. Kane. Who did Kev fuck out then? Uh, Owen. Oh, drawing picture in picture. Kevin Dunn, fuck off, man. <laughs> Imagine Kevin Dunn trying to look after the war game, the World War Three match in WCW. Oh, oh God. God, he'd be I mean, he'd be livid. That was shit as it was. <laughs> Especially the bit where two of the cameras are both focusing on Paul Hogan. Oh! Oh! Big Steve. Big Steve Austin. <laughs> look, at the look at Steve flying around the ring like he's a youngin. That's an amazing clothesline to Shawn Michaels, by Classic. the way. Look at this as well. Steve Austin like, oh, don't hurt me, Kevin. That In a couple of years' time, be like, you big bastard. <laughs> I'm going to break your neck. I'm going to stun you, you piece of shit. Do you wrestle me your 14 main event in the ring at the moment? What, Karma versus... Karma versus Rikishi. <laughs> <laughs> Hell of a match that was. Five, four, three, two... Imagine Steve Austin like this healthy against Shawn Michaels this healthy oh, at God. 98. 
Yay! Mark's got healthy. Some, he's got some new gear. Oh, everyone's got new gear for the Rumble. They love the Rumble. Oh, I want to see some rocker spots. Give us some rocker spots. Come on, you cowards. He's punching Kevin Nash. He's like, I'm his mate, not you. Why didn't he save Sean from Rikishi from far too make a difference? Because he thinks he's a prick. I want rockers. <laughs> I want the rockers just to run rough shot through the rumble. <laughs> yeah, and then Sean convinces Marty to do the rockers exit with the one hand over the top. He goes, Ah, not bad. That'd have been brilliant. <laughs> Eliminated yourself. <laughs> Look at you, Marty. Eliminate yourself. <laughs> you silly man. Big elimination. Did you kill that? Yeah, <laughs> I was rereading about that the other day. I like the fact that you said, ah, it's part, it's part of a wrestling storyline. He went, no, Marty, you went on Facebook and said that you killed a man. <laughs> it's part of a storyline in, in my own head, Wrestling Federation. Yeah. Where yeah. I'm the champion. Yeah. <laughs> and the best. And I'm and, and I'm far better than Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Oh, Martin. Oh, look at this. Rockers. The Rockers are exploding. The Rockers are exploding. <laughs> The crowd are making some noise for They're it. They're making a little bit of noise for it. They like Janetti. They like Sean. They remember the Rockers. It's a nice thing to see. Oh. I wonder why we never got, like, even, like, a on TV, a, a Janetti versus Michael's WWF title match. I guess... They couldn't trust Marty. Couldn't trust Marty. And Sean was just like, he's pricking. He's like, oh. oh yeah. <laughs> I suppose Sean was in full... I mean, I mean, they, Marty might have gone by that point. I can't remember. Marty rolled rock up in WCW in a bit, wasn't he? Yeah, in the cruiserweight division. Yeah, cruiserweight Janetti. Who did he wrestle? If he wrestled Rey Mysterio, I need to see that. Must have been Mysterio or Guerrero. Mm. Him and Eddie Guerrero must have had a turn. Ooh, Disco Inferno. <laughs> oh gosh, it might have been Disco, might it? Might have been a bit of Disco Fever. Yes, Rumble Man, Rumble Man. I've got to be quick because uh, I've left the grill on <laughs> at, uh, at, um, at uh, Flask King. <laughs> well, like, uh, b- bollocks, though. I said I'd eliminate 29 other men. There's only uh, at least <laughs> oh, 15 here. Get them back out. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, Vader. Oh, I will oh. not be made a liar. <laughs> I made a promise. <laughs> I, promised, I promised that kid in Burger King that I would eliminate. Oh, Diana's here. Shit. I told her I want the bingo. Diana's hair there making her look like the uh, <laughs> British from Mars attacks. <laughs> she looks a bit Stepford Wives, doesn't she? Marty man, fuck oh, off, man. He kind of stopped as if he was meant to grab himself and then he was like, oh shit, I fucked that up. Go get yourself down to Gatto King. Right. <laughs> get yourself Gatto, but then top it up with something from Whipped Cream King. <laughs> We've also got Pouring Cream King. <laughs> Even though we've got whipped cream king, we've also got a squirty cream king, if that's the vernacular you prefer. Step into the vernacular that's quite spectacular. Come join us at squirty king, cream king. Come now. We've done one, we one take in this advert, Jonathan. Squirty cream king. You bastard. Come see all your favourites. Come on, all your favourites. Bruce Art. M- Matilda. That's it. And Bruce Art again. <laughs> Come see all your favourites. Bruce. <laughs> Come to Squirty Cream King. If you're lucky, you might see Bruce. <laughs> Sometimes he's empty in the bins. You might catch him on a Tuesday. Taking bins out. Oh, I've got to take the bins out tonight. <laughs> oh, there you go. You're welcome. Good reminder of that. Yep. 
I'll just think of Bruce Hartley and be like, oh, yeah, bins, yeah. See, we've just got like a big like communal bin area. And I just, whenever our bin's full, I just chuck it in. I don't really think about what bin day is. Oh, well, see, we do. Cause My life is blessed. Oh, it's Duke Josie. Number 30. Won yeah. it earlier. Yeah. Big, big cheers for Duke. And um, the crowd go mild. We, Talking of bin day. We, we've got a calendar, so <laughs> every week someone else. Can I just appreciate how, how organically we started talking about bin day. Oh, shit. As Duke Josie was coming out. Yeah, <laughs> that is a that's a unident, isn't it? Is it Bindi? <laughs> Bindi? No, Derek, it's not Bindi. It's Green. Hey, I want Canada man, help me beat up Love man, <laughs> sexy man. <laughs> I don't think he's sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Just always has to always has to quickly go. I don't think he's sexy. <laughs> That's why he calls himself. Keith R backstage saying, go on, this year, 31 people in the Rumble, yeah? <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll just nip out. <laughs> Keith R just there going, just pops the loo, Vince. It's like, the loo's over there. That's that was, that's the way to the ring. Oh, silly me. Yeah. Um, um, I'll just, I'll go this way anyway. <laughs> Bruce R pops his head around the corner. He's like, did it work? <laughs> no, he fucking, fuck Brett. He's watching us like a fucking <laughs> orc. <laughs> oh. Sad we didn't get a Keith and Bruce Hart running. <laughs> oh! Nice drop kick from Shawnee Boy. Was Sean going to stop him there? Don't know. Because Sean kind of grabbed the rope as if, like. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by, Duke Jersey. <laughs> a waste of a spot. What a, yeah, he had more time fighting Hunter. I think Triple H gained more by losing. As if Karma's in the final four. Surely this must have been Marty then. It should have been Marty. I can assume so, yeah. Diesel and Sean. Because Marty's was very abrupt. Very, very abrupt. Way! I wouldn't have minded Michaels and Bulldog again because it was the same last year. Yeah. Oh, this could have gone disaster. Why? Do you know what? It's part of me that goes, why even risk it at this late stage in the game? Because then you've got either Diesel or Karma. God, imagine that. Boosh! Oh, wow. Nice finish. Nice finish. Very that. nice. You know he's sexy. He yeah. won the Rumble. Two years in a row. He Isn't won it? last year. And he's, he's won, won this year. year. He might win next, next year. year. Will depend on himself. He's sexy, man. Sexy, man. I don't think he's sexy. He's just a boy, man. Boy, boy man. man. Why can't I be the boy, man? Me, Bulldog. David Boy, man. David Boy, man. Sexy Davy Boy. I'm just boy. a Davy Boy. Davy Boy. I'm not your boy, boy. Boy, boy. Why didn't British Bulldog and his feud with Shawn Michaels coming up start singing, I'm just a Davy Boy? That'd be amazing. That'd be the best. Because they probably pitched it to him. Yeah, battering Bulldog. Why are you getting me for, you bastard? Fuck off. Not my fault, you shit and rumble. That's it, you're barred from baked beans, King. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could you could come to toast, King, but it'll be dry. <laughs> be <laughs> arid. Tom, lock the doors to Butter King, he's not coming in. <laughs> I don't want him to have anything that might make his toast less arid. <laughs> That's what they're gonna call Roderick Strong, arid toast. <laughs> arid toast! Well, I love Harry Toast on NXT. Way better. Well, I'm in this story. I'm, I'm horny as a hoot, hell me. In the morning, I love it. Yeah. Toast and a whack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does, doesn't he? He loves Toast and a whack. Oh, hello. Talking to which? Jeebus. Put your ass away, you little you fucking his, Doyle. You got his pecker out. 
He got his little pecker out. Then. Twat him, Kev. Now, if Kev just lamps him, I like the fact that Sean's kind of dropped the guard. He's gone, ah, fuck, he's fuming. Yeah, because suddenly, like, he's just gone, ah, balls, shit, wanted to win the rumble. Sorry, D's. I don't think I know what happens here. I think I have an idea. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're going to go big. Uh, five. five. Run and jump, you little bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're friends. Oh, I should have big booted oh, him. Oh, he's still good. <laughs> Bosh. So Shawn Michaels is on his way to WrestleMania mm. to face Bret Hart in a match that is, or Undertaker, in a match that is to be determined mm. in terms of stipulation. I'm sure they'll just have a normal match. A normal match Nothing. that will not divide opinion. So, um, Rumble Awards, longest in the Rumble? Uh, Triple H. It was indeed 48 minutes Move. and one second. Shortest in the Rumble? Duke Jersey? Wasn't Duke Jersey? They Go lasted on. 24 seconds. Uh, Samoan squat team number two. Okay. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Most eliminations? Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels gave us eight. Eight? Jesus, I thought it was like five. Nice. Hoy that eight people. And what did Dave Meltzer score this uh, in his five-star ratings? Three and a quarter. Two and a half. Okay. Uh, so he says, they played everyone's entrance music as they came to the ring. This led to artificial high pops and then dead crowd reactions afterward. It will never catch on playing the music. Artificial high pops. What would you rather have? Just no pops at all, Dave? Yes, he would. He would like no pops. Like, he doesn't even have cocoa pops. He just has an empty bowl. He has an empty bowl. <laughs> he, has, he, has a, he has an empty bowl of dry oats. <laughs> And as his wife's talking to him, he's just spitting dry porridge everywhere. I'll, I'll, I'll empty the washing machine in a minute. He hasn't emptied anything in his fucking life. <laughs> See in his office, Jesus. That's true. He is a mucky boy. I'm a very tidy man, and every time I see his office, I'm just like, Dave, fuck off. <laughs> does it make you itch? Oh, it does. It's horrible. <laughs> it makes you itch. It's a very itchy one. He's just an itchy boy. Well, anyway, well done, Shawn Michaels. Well done. Winning Le Royal Rumblay. Good rumble. Good rumble. I enjoyed it. And there was enough story beats. There was there was a, a few common threads that went through. It wasn't just like, this bit, right, that's done. This bit, right, that's done. This bit, that's done. There was the whole Vader thing. There was Jerry Lawler hiding under the ring and being a little bollocks. There was Dory Funk Jr. <laughs> he was there. God, they've quickly gone to this uh, main event. Sorry, they, I just the, way, the way they've cut, it makes me think there was other stuff there and they've just spicy splicey for the network. I don't know what was there. Dark match, maybe? Oh, no, it wouldn't no, be live, no, would it? no, no, it no. wouldn't be live. I reckon they would have probably had some promo trails or something like that. Yeah. I think this is just a lift from the VHS version. Um, so they yeah. would have had some like promo videos and stuff like that. Yeah, surely there would have been a video for this match. Yeah. Alas, there was not. By the way, two hours, two minutes, and 52, 53, 54, 55, 57, 58, 59. We're grim. We're getting worse as the weeks we, are going Do you know what? We are. Yeah. Do you know what? I know and like, the Patreon pays to watch this, so I apologize. Podcast, you don't pay, admittedly, but I do want to give you a fiver for your trouble. <laughs> 
<laughs> I won't. We're, we're, we're going to wear shirt and ties next week. Shall we do a posh one one week? For WrestleMania, we should do a posh one. Yeah. Tuxes and stuff. We should do a posh one for WrestleMania. Yeah. I think so. WrestleMania 12, we'll do a posh one. Watch us forget this and, like, <laughs> I'll turn up naked. <laughs> You'll turn up covered in sore. <laughs> <laughs> covered in beans. From Bean King. Oh! oh! Okay, so they did just go straight no, to it. No, gosh! Whoa! Diesel and Buddy Undertaker, what a good match that would be at WrestleMania, maybe. <laughs> Taker looks so cool in that mask. He does, doesn't he? Look at this! This is going to put Undertaker off his game. He should be focused on fighting Bret Hart. Bret the Hart Man hit. <laughs> That's not going to happen while he's worrying about him. Dr. Phil at ringside. <laughs> Did you see Dr. Phil too? I think that's the one I said was Tosh before. Oh, it's Tosh slash Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil Tosh. Diesel, you've had your match. You have to go back now. Yeah, fuck off, Kev. Yes, Kevin. Kevin! <laughs> go to the back. Have a bowl of soup. Go and have a bath, you smelly oik. Go, <laughs> go clean your scent. <laughs> Dirty boy. Dirty boy. Naughty now. <laughs> In your bed. They've got an urn. They got a new urn now. They popped to. Uh, they popped a pound stretcher and got an urn. Popped an urn king. <laughs> <laughs> I don't run that one. <laughs> that's, that's just serendipity. That's just ser <laughs> serendipity king. That's next door. <laughs> I'm, I'm branching out into concepts. On <laughs> <laughs> <Are> we king. <laughs> You come in and you feel a bit sad about what's come before. <laughs> Coming soon, Malay's kick. <laughs> <laughs> Malay's kick. <laughs> sounds like a wrestler, Malay's king. <laughs> Mal Malay's king. You can, you can book a holiday to Borneo. No, that's Malaysia king. <laughs> Doing travel agents now. <laughs> I've had a busy week. Tom, you can't smoke on planes anymore. <laughs> Fuck that then, we're boats everywhere. <laughs> Why can't you? Can't Two weeks of Skegness. You can't smoke on planes anymore. He's got a fag out. For fuck's sake! <laughs> how long was the flight? Tom, how'd you get a bag of cans on the plane? <laughs> Drinking his drinking red stripe with nicorette patches all up. <laughs> back in the day, we could go in the cabin. It's down to my kid going, "Your shit!" <laughs> I've landed one of these. Have you? Yeah, I got, fucking have. Yeah, I got to go. Can of tenants. <laughs> shit, this flight is polo shirt unbuttoned, yeah. tucked into grey sweatpants, slippers on, <laughs> pulling his pants up because <laughs> his arse is out. Looking, love flying me. Basically, just picture it in Jim Royal, but a dynamite <laughs> kid. John, John did a brilliant um, uh, Photoshop of Onslow as WWF champion. That's oh, beautiful. What I love is that my brother Mike has has liked it. I think he's retweeted it as well. He doesn't listen to this podcast as Mike, but he just enjoyed the concept of Onslow potentially <laughs> being WWF champion enough to go. Oh, I'm going to like that. It was when it's when I saw it. I was just like. It's just, it's just John Moxley. <laughs> it's Moxley, isn't it? Yeah. John Moxley is Onslow. <laughs> I couldn't figure out if Richard Bucket would be like Mean Gene Oakland or some kind of like, <laughs> like henpecked manager. Richard, Richard Bouquet would be. 
Who would he be? Would he be, would, would he be Paul Heyman? And Hyacinth would be Roman. <laughs> the bouquet residents acknowledge me! <laughs> would that make um, Hyacinth's sister Rosemary? Was that Seth Rollins? <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> the one who was always, you know, having a bit of Alger Father with a new suitor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Becky Lynch could be, I don't know, Nora Batty. Nora <laughs> <laughs> Batty. Onslow, though. What a fucking great fellow. Onslow. 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 Onslow's gonna kill you. Onslow's gonna kill you. Onslow, it's time to go. Doing me feet back here. Getting pumped up. Onslow going through the door like all right let's fucking have it where are we going I'll clatter you straightens his hat you little twat brushes brushes breadcrumbs off his top (laughs) as he walks to the ring fire wheels go oh fuck yeah packing a milky way crispy rolls in his back pocket (laughs) crispy rolls Oh, delicious. I might go on Amazon later, see if they still do. <laughs> you, you won't get them in your regular high street. That's a special order. God. When do they stop doing crispy rolls? Oh, they might still do. I don't know. No, I've not, I've not seen them. Mind you, I've not looked for them. So they might be there the whole time. But I've not seen them for a long time. <laughs> you're just, you know when you go, oh, they've stopped doing cream eggs. You go, no, they haven't. They're all along. And it's like <laughs> you see look at the shelf and they're, ah... Wasn't looking for them. It's when they brought the Twix tops back out the other year. Remember the Twix biscuits where it was like yeah. a biscuit with like a valley of chocolate? It's great, that is. Yeah. But they'd stopped doing them for about eight years. And then one day it was like, oh, fuck, they're back. <laughs> yeah. That was the posters. Oh, fuck, they're back. <laughs> Twix tops, that all right biscuit where you'd rather just have a proper Twix. What other chocolate bar, limited edition, <laughs> is due a comeback? Is and what about, what about Mars bar with almonds in? I never had that. They were good. For anyone good listening, shit. we want Master Lights back. We want Cadbury's Astros. Ooh, yeah. We oh. we want um we want Dairy Milk with Ritz, which is my personal favorite. <gasps> yes, the Dairy Milk Ritz. Oh my god, sweet and sugar. Yeah. Oh, it's, sorry, it's sorry, sweet, sweet and, salt. and salt. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a running joke in our family that everything I really like gets discontinued, and that was one of them. While I was living in Canada, every couple of months, be like, Mom, can you send me over some Dairy Milk with Ritz? And then one month, she was just like. Oh, I think they stopped doing it. And I was like, oh, you fucking... Oh, you fucking... What else we want? We want the Honeycomb Yorkie. We want... Yeah. We want the... We want... Uh, they brought Mint Whisper back for about two minutes, didn't they? But it wasn't the same. Or did it, they not if, bring if, if other people want Mint Whisper, that's fine. I've not been... Never been a massive fan personally... That's fine. ...of mint and chocolate. But if you want them, then bring them back. Go for it. I won't take any from your plate. Yeah, because I was going mad this morning because uh, Aiden was like, ooh, Oreos. I was like, fuck Oreos. They get rid of everything good and Cabbage is just like, oh, put Oreos in it. Oh, Oreos and peanut butter, Oreos and mint, Oreos. And it's like, fuck, I'm doing it. Is, it. is it more just because Oreos were such an American delicacy that it's it's a bit like, sort of like the multiverse of chocolate by just putting Oreos in Cabbage products? Yeah. It's well, a bit like, just, like crossing the multiverse, isn't it? Like I was saying a while back, 
on Twitter. It's like, Oreos are shit. And someone's like, oh, I thought that until I realized you have to have them with milk. And I was like, if you have to have them with milk, that just proves the shit because you can't enjoy them on their own. You have to have them with a very specific drink. To our American listeners out there, I know some of you will give me flack because you have before for not liking Oreos, but I will die on this hill. <laughs> if you give me yeah, an you'll Oreo... you'll be shot by an American. If you give me an Oreo, I will eat an Oreo. I will say thank you for the Oreo, but I would rather have a chocolate hobnob. The, yeah, I mean, there is something about the American confectionery that doesn't quite land. And I'm, I'm not going to get into it because you'll shout at me, but you're wrong. And that's the problem. It's because they use... <laughs> that's the problem these days! They use high fructose corn syrup instead of milk. That's the... Uh, honest to God, that is a massive difference. Massive. 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 High fructose corn syrup as opposed to milk changes the, the flavor, the texture, the dexterity of a chocolate yeah, bar yeah. in ways you could never possibly imagine. I will give two shout outs though. Mint M&Ms are fantastic. Mm. And chocolate pretzels. Oh, you don't like mint, obviously. Chocolate pretzels chocolate are incredible. Chocolate pretzels but are proper mint. ones with salt on the pretzel. You need the salty pretzel. Yes, you can't just have it like needs a... to be salty. Yeah. I want it as salty as an eliminated contestant on RuPaul's Drag Race. In order to really, truly enjoy it. I've never watched RuPaul's Drag Race, but I can imagine the levels of salt. Salty. Yeah. Very salty. I want that, please. But yeah, I mean, Hershey's. Am I going to... Am I going to... Am I going to put my head above, uh, above the parapet on this one? Yeah, Hershey's is shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, it is. It was, We're spoiled with having good food. There was a cookies and cream one that I thought was okay. But again, that's when I was living in a world with no proper chocolate. In a world. In a world with no proper chocolate. Intrigued to hear how an American has got on trying the way we do chocolate. Oh, God. it's And, and whether or not it's like, oh, because it might be like they go, oh, Cadbury's is shit, or, you know, American. Um, or whether they just go, oh, my God. My whole life has been a lie. It's like I've always heard people say, oh, if you want dairy milk, get Irish dairy milk because it's made with like proper good Ooh. Irish creamery milk. I don't know if that's just one of those things where you're just like, ah, yes. And it, you could you wouldn't know what kind of bar it was, but someone said this one's Irish. And you're like, oh, yeah, I can taste the milk. Who knows? But any friends in Ireland, if you'd like to send uh, dairy milk to me, please do. <laughs> care of Jack, care of Jackie Orlando. Uh, Please, somebody send a letter to Jackie Orlando Carol Colton. Oh, it would make my week. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Um, Australian chocolate is very different too because they have, because Australia is so hot. Yeah. They have to prepare it differently. Otherwise, it just. My, my best mate lives in Sydney and he hates Australian chocolate so mm. much. He has to get care packages sent all the time. He's actually in the UK at the moment, and the first thing he did was he went to Greg's, and he was like, yes! And then I think he just went to the shop, he's like, I'm having a twirl! <laughs> you can't stop me! <laughs> 18 twirls in, he's just curled up on the pavement. Oh, yeah. This is, this is good. It's been a long time. Yeah, again, uh, but that's more that's more the um, the environment. Yeah. That's the reason they do that. But I know, like, I, I, I quite like caramel. Uh, I know some of the Cadbury's, there's, like, Cadbury's you can't get over here that you can over there. I think they brought the Spiral back as well, Spira. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Cadbury's Marble and stuff like that. I think that came back over there. Freddo is, I think, originally Australian. Astros, I think you can still get in Australia. I'm a fucking connoisseur when it comes to chocolate. This is what chubby straight edge lads that you think oh Jack you're straight edge how come you're a bit hefty because like, fucking my one vice is chocolate my chocolate yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 
Yeah. I'm just having a quick look at. I've googled what new chocolate is coming out. Because I never think I never really. Okay. So from nationalworld.com, new chocolate and sweet products from Kit Kat, Aerial, and Roundtree is hitting the UK shelves. Oh, that that was in February. Mm. These here, um, Kit Kat bites, which we've now seen. Um, you could get those years ago to re- reintroduce them. Kit Kat Junkie with Lotus Biscoff. Ooh, I think I've had one of them. Ooh, put one of them right up my bum. <laughs> I mean, you won't be able to taste it if you do. Suppository. Aero melts. I've seen them, but they're a bit expensive at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> bit decadent for me. Yeah. Ran, uh, uh, round trees, randoms, squiggly squirrels, squiggy squirrels. I, I think about mm. some of them. Yeah. Jelly- I'm more of a chocolate guy than a, a sweet. Yeah, guy. me too. Like all these are just like things with jelly tots and I'll stuff have like them that. Occasionally, occasionally, but like, oh. I just want to know whether like they what they, a new chocolate they are developing for the the brave new world that we live in. Like something brand new. And I, I really need to get some like of the Japanese Kit Kats because they do all every flavor you can think of. I think I had a matcha green tea one because I'm one of those weirdos mm. that likes the flavor of matcha. I know it's very Marmite, but yeah, I, I like matcha. Matcha ones, yeah. I think yeah, matcha's got a weird sort of aftertaste. Yeah, if memory serves, matcha cheesecake is amazing. Ooh, but it's. Again, if you like match it, you like it. If you don't, you fucking don't. There's no middle ground. No one's like, eh, it's all right. Galaxy are expanding their vegan range. Oh, fantastic. Three weeks ago, they're releasing a topic fruit nut vegan gluten-free version and a Galaxy Smooth White Bar that's vegan mm. and gluten-free. That'd be happier on my tum-tum, I believe. Well, it's as we were saying last week that I eat an astronomical amount of eggs. Um, if someone said to me, could you go vegan? I'd be like, eggs and chocolate. I was like, they're, they're like the two joys I have in my life. I can't get rid of them. Sean is listening to this going, oh, okay. No, Sean's listening to this going, yeah, he's told me. <laughs> <laughs> is Sean into chocolate as well? Yeah. Yeah. Does her taste vary from yours or is it? She, well, the only thing, I, I'm not a nut guy. So like peanuts or anything like that. So she she knows if there's chocolate that she wants. Sometimes she'll just get the nutty stuff because she knows I won't eat it. Although I have been known to get a bar of whole nut and just like eat round the nuts and <laughs> just like spit out the nuts and be like, yeah, you can have the nuts. I'm on some chocolate. I love that, um, isn't it? She, yeah, she likes chocolate, but like the problem is when I go to the shop, I'll be like, right, I'll get us both a bar of chocolate and I'll inhale mine and hers will still be there. So she's always got like a nice little stockpile because ah. she's sensible, whereas I'm just like breathing it in and mm. then like pestering her to have some of hers. <laughs> and if I'm polite and I've been good, like I'm six, I'll have a bit of chocolate. Um, Alex yeah. will ask for chocolate and then she will immediately get buyer's remorse because she'll go, I don't really want some chocolate and, and, I'll, and, I'll, and I'll get some and she'll eat it and she'll go, how do you stop eating chocolate? <laughs> just like, just tell, just, and, I, and she's like, next time I ask for chocolate, say no. So I'll go, I want some chocolate. I'll go, no. I just, no, why? She's like, oh, come on, I can't. <laughs> just a bit. I can't oh. play this game today. I'm tired. See, with us now, Sean's just like, I can't stop you eating chocolate. You'd, you'd have to tranquilize me to stop me. <laughs> but she just, she, she more says to me, she's just like, can you? Can you keep an eye on the portion size? She's like, what? <laughs> She's like, no. <laughs> I can, you I can, you're right, I can. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. There have been many times in my life 
uh, where I've woken <laughs> up with melted chocolate on my neck because oh, I've just been eating wow. chocolate in bed and the bits gone on the pillow and I've fallen asleep. Woken you up are going, my hero. <laughs> I'm, I'm a clean and tidy man. Just I just go a bit of fucking feral with chocolate. <laughs> Whatever this food, it's like, like snuffling it. I've just yeah. Me and my dad oh, both have a very sweet tooth. So. Yeah, that's asking for it, isn't it? Yeah. Is in your house whenever you have chocolate? And by the way, Bret Hart and Undertaker's on. Um, <laughs> in your house when you have chocolate, and you take the packet out of the fridge, do the cats immediately go mental? Because the thing is, for, with whenever I'm near the kitchen. And I pick up a packet of anything. Pablo immediately goes, bring, that's for me. Hello, is that a snack? That looks like a snack. And I go, it's not for you. It depends on the time of the day. So if it's like midday, <laughs> I'll creep into the kitchen and close the door so they can't hear me opening the cupboard. And I'll be like, oh, lovely. And any other time of the day, yeah, they're, they're usually all right. Chocolate's that frequent. They're just like, oh, yeah, there's a... There's, uh. Hefty lads having another dairy milk. I'm just like fucking too right now. We had um, we had cheese and biscuits on Saturday night, and uh, oh, someone's and had... doing well. Yeah. <laughs> someone's doing all right. We just <laughs> found some cheese and biscuits. So it was some cheese and biscuits. And uh, at the end, so we we didn't we didn't eat it all. When we, we went to bed, and then about midnight, I wake up and I'm like, there's some of that cheese in the fridge I still like. Um, it's um, brie. Brie. I go into brie mode. <laughs> And um I crept into the fridge. I crept into the fridge. <laughs> climbed in, slept there. My home now. This is where <laughs> I live now. This is the only place that anyone understands me. Uh, as I went into the, the living room, Pablo was asleep on the sofa, as he's wanted to do. He was just he was just in a little boy's sleep. I said, okay, fine, fine. I'll be nice and quiet. And I opened the door. Right. And it was genuine like a TV show. So I opened the fridge door. <laughs> And, I, and I'm sort of in the fridge, just going, yum, 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 yum. And I shut the fridge door, right? And he sat on the table to my right. <laughs> and I don't see him until I shut the fridge door. He's like, what you doing? Like, you little bitch, you were asleep. <laughs> he just crept up when my, when my back was turned. He was just sat there going, hello, what you doing? <laughs> can I have, can I have some? That's, that would be more like Poppy loves cheese. She's <laughs> like, bit of cheese, lovely. We're like, you're a cat. <laughs> what? Cheese? Bit of cheese. Uh, yeah, when we have to give it any kind of medication, we we get like a little bit of cheddar, ah. break up our pills and just pop, pop it into the cheese and just give it. And she's like, oh, thanks for the cheese. <laughs> and nothing else. Yeah. What cheese for Poppy? Anything in particular? I don't know. I, I, I'm not a cheese guy. No. But um, Sean is. She's not a cheese guy. She's a cheese guy. Cheese man. She's a cheese man. <laughs> um, cheese man. She's a cheese lover. <laughs> uh, probably just a bit of mild cheddar for the cat. <laughs> I thank your dada for the mild cheddar. <laughs> if it's a mature cheddar, it's like, yeah, no. She's like, um, she's like, what wine could I pair with this? And we're like, you're a cat. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, meow, 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 meow. And Louis's like, I'm going to tuck into my own cock. It's like, Louis, <laughs> stop cleaning your dick, mate. It's clean. Look, Dad. <laughs> For the last time, Louis, I'm not your dad. <laughs> it's funny when cats do that when they're a little cleaning themselves. <laughs> they start tucking into their own cock. I walked into the bedroom once and he was there. And the look he gave me was just like, it's not what it looks like, Dad. I was like, mate, crack on, I'll shut the door. I'm sure Louis knows because... Any film. <laughs> Empire Strikes Back. 
Luke Skywalker is there. You killed my father. <laughs> <laughs> no, Luke. I've got really sensitive ears when it comes to wet noises. They, make, <laughs> they put me into fight or flight. So all you ever hear in our in our flat is me going, running, just go fuck off, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> just, just clear my balls, Dad. You haven't got any balls. There's, there's, there's five rooms in this flat, and you've got to be two foot away from me tucking into your bum hole. Go away. So. Yes, yeah, Sean. <laughs> She's like, don't mind me. I'm like, well, you can all fuck off. <laughs> it just, it'll just end up with me, just at the, the, the door of the front room, and all three of them are in there looking at me. I'm just like, all three of you can fuck <laughs> off. Slather. Everyone, stop making noise. She's being sulking in the stop toilet. Stop breathing. Fucking idiots. Arseholes. <laughs> Breathing, you bastards. I, I, I admit that I'm a nightmare. I even say to Sean, I'm just like, you put up with a lot. <laughs> so, yeah. We have to sleep with just a, um, a little spray bottle on the bedside table. Really? Oh, to give him a little... Give him a little spritz if you just... Because he slurps like... And I'm just like, I'm going to fucking go to this bed. Oh. <laughs> but it, it's one of those things. If I walk into a room and he's mid-lick, I'll be like, okay, you're in here. You've already been licking. I will leave. But if I'm sitting there just trying to relax and he comes in and starts slurping, I'm just like, to the melt! No. <laughs> <laughs> like an, That's oh, a paddling! I'm like a Victorian dad. <laughs> oh, no. But I just, I'll lift him up and be like, fuck off, Louis, and place him in another room. But he'll come wandering in. With, with Poppy, if she starts like, Fucking, because she grunts when she's like, I'm like, Poppy, fuck off. She's chewing your little cat muff. I'll put her in another room and she's like, ah, oh, cheers. And she'll stay in there. But Louis keeps coming back. <laughs> this and, is a fun game. Yeah. And Sean just keeps saying, Louis, you're your own worst enemy. You know what's going to happen. <laughs> you're going to get squirted and you're going to complain about it. We haven't yet had to squirt pabs for anything. Mm. The only, like, we're very lucky with him. Like, like as, as he can be an annoying prick, but he's super chill most of the time. Yeah. But um, there was a point when we first got him where, like, he played quite rough with Alex. Yeah. Like, he, like, and there was a there was a, there was one occasion where where he bit her, like, quite hard, and then he did it again a couple of days later. And Alex learned something from from the internet that if a, if a cat is aggressive towards you, you hiss at them. Oh, because yeah. then they go, oh shit, you're the top cat. Oh, so, so I wasn't there when it happened, but Pablo bit into Alex. And Alex just goes, <laughs> and he just ran out of the room and was, and he's just been in the bedroom for like four hours now. Yeah. Like I think like now, and then he came back in and he was lovely and he came and lay next to Alex. And then I think that's partly why like he has more of a kinship with Alex. Because after that, she's a set of uh, dominance. She, yeah. And so now like whenever... Like, I'm at home, he leaves me be, but when Alex is at home, like, he will be her shadow. Yeah. Like, he'll keep near her at all times. I think that's probably why that's sort of asserting of dominance. See, we, we keep the spritzer for Louis because he, he, when he's, like, wanting, like, to play or whatever, he just starts pulling up the carpet, so we have to spray him. Clicks work. Clicking at him. We'll mm. just snap him out of it, like, Louis, fuck off, and he go, oh, oh yeah, okay. Um, what, the, is he, what, sort of, what sort of toys does he respond to? He doesn't really play. No, because Pablo doesn't really play. Poppy does. She's a hunter. Like, you get, like, a ball of foil and throw it, and she'll go after it in toys, and she's, like, dexterous. And mm. Louis doesn't really do it. He's got these toys, and what he's been doing recently is picking them up, sitting over them, booting them with his back legs, and then just licking them. 
And we're just like, Louis, why are you snogging that little mouse? <laughs> why, are you, why are you so weird? He just keeps, and I'll pick up the time and be like, that's soaking wet. And then he's drooling and he's soaking wet. I'm like, oh, Louis. So yeah, he doesn't really play. Occasionally he does the old, you know, feather on a stick. But mm. because Poppy's more <clears throat> fresh, he'll run in. she be like, fuck off, Louis, my turn that way. Ah, so the Poppy will go for it. He, he'll play fight with her. They'll play fight quite a lot. It sometimes gets a bit rough, and that's when we've got to clap to properly make a loud noise, and they both go, right. oh, shit. So then they know, like, oh, yeah. that's enough now. Clicks to stop them, just, like, distract them. The occasional little hiss to sound to fuck off, like a... And they go, ooh. Because, <laughs> like, he never seems that intriguing playing, like, Pavel, because like, we've got a few toys for him. We've got... We've got... Say what he quite likes. Um, we've got, like, a butterfly on a wire. You put batteries in it, and it flies around. I know what you mean, yeah. And sometimes he's into that, like, aggressively. Like, he'll spend an hour, like, swatting it and biting it and pulling at it. And sometimes you'll walk into the room and it'll just be going round and he'll just be staring at it like that. Round and round. <laughs> so it's, and that's, and like, we've got the feather thing. Yeah. He doesn't really seem that arse with that. Like, you're waving in front of his face and you go, oh, cool feather, dude. Like, he's not arse. <laughs> so it's, and then we've got balls and stuff. And we throw him balls and he's just like, oh, it's a ball, it's good. Yeah. We had a pen light, and he's just like, oh, that's fine. Like, he's, he's, sometimes he's up for it. Sometimes he'll, but he'll do it for a short burst, and he'll go, ah, oh, bored now. Lie down. Well, do you give him lots of fuss when he catches? Yes. That, yeah, because that, that's the thing you got to do, isn't it? If you, like, a laser pen or whatever, when they catch it, you either give him a treat or give him lots of fuss, so they're just like, ah, so if I catch it, I know that I'll get. Yeah, so there's an there's a incentive there. Yeah. There's more of an incentive when he, when he does catch it. Because that's how we got Poppy using the scratching post. We'd rub ah. like a dreamy on it and she'd start scratching and we'd give her a dreamy. She'd be like, oh, okay. So, yeah, good good system, this. Yeah. We tried it with Louis and he was like, what are you doing? And then he just started <sighs> using it of his own accord. I'm like, go ahead, Louis. <laughs> He's, I always paint him in a bad light. I don't. I nah, we get love it. him. I we love him so it. much, but he's just... He's weird. He's a weird. He's really weird. Like, like, if my parents or family have come up, they should be like, Louis's weird, isn't he? He's like, he's, yeah... No, we no, we we don't think there's anything to anything yeah. untoward about him. Do worry when he's sick a bit. It's it's mainly fair balls. Just because yeah. all he's he's a long haired cat and all he does is his hobby is just cleaning his arsehole. <laughs> like he's got no hair on his crotch. He's like basically bald. <laughs> Onanism for a ten year old cat. <laughs> it's his birthday the other week. Oh, did he have a nice birthday? Yeah, gave him two sausages. Well, well they, you know, cat sausages, not what a not Richmond. <laughs> <laughs> Bangers of mash, Louis, your favourite. <laughs> 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 I stick his head straight in it. And then Frank it, So he, he turned ten, and then the week after, Poppy turned five. Oh. So where do you get your cat sausages from? Aldi, I think. Aldi. Yeah. He likes the sausages. She likes dreamies, but we've had to. She's she's a chunky little thing, so she's she's not on she's <laughs> not on treats at the moment. She's been weaned off the dreamies. Yeah. Because when we got oh. her, I told you this before, but she was a bag of bones because she was a street cat. And we, like I said before, for, for want of a better term, I'm sorry if this sounds insensitive, we think she's got like a cat bulimia. She just gorges on food. Yeah. Because we still think she's in that street cat mentality of. And that's what it is, isn't it? Yeah. Because she'll go, oh, this might be the only food I ever eat. Yeah. I must eat it all now. So she eats and drinks until she's sick sometimes. And we're just like, Poppy, don't worry about mm. it. So we've got her, like a special bowl where it's got all peaks and valleys. So she has to eat slower and that's where. Oh, bit. okay. That's nice. So, but that's probably why, because Pablo was the same. When we first got him, like we put food down and he just, he got, <laughs> and now he doesn't do it so much. Like he'll have a little bit and then come away again, which is, which we see is like mission, accompli mission accomplished. Cause yeah. he knows now there's always going to be food in that area and he can yeah. get back to it as and when. It's like when it's time for their tea. 
like the old breakfast, they just kind of go, Burr. and it's like, yeah, but probably be like, meow, 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 like a bit meow, panicky, meow. like, like just walking around, you're like, hey, you're doing it, you're doing it, and pouring it, she's like, oh yeah, you're doing it, you can have it now, can have it now. It's today the day where I go hungry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, my so. god, oh my 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 god. She's a weird little fart. But anyway, Bret Hart and Undertaker. <laughs> For what I've seen good so far, Brett getting some booze for being a bit more of an arsehole. Now, Bret Hart, at this point, uh, during this match, he actually injured his knee. Yeah. Uh, we don't quite know when, but he did injure his knee. Did the Undertaker kick his leg out of his leg? Possibly got his leg kicked out from under his leg. Um, which means that like, he, this hasn't been as good as it could have been. Yeah. And which is why there's been quite a few slow spots there with like rest holds and leg locks and stuff. And it's, it's a weird one with Undertaker because Undertaker's always been a good wrestler, but he didn't really put on banger matches until the last third of his career. He was just more yeah, of a yeah. character wrestler, wasn't he? Yeah, Not he, saying that he couldn't go. Of course he could fucking go, but it wasn't... But, but as he matured, he became a better all-round wrestler. Yeah. And you see that in like his matches in like 2000. Yeah. When he starts really motoring. like. He's less character-driven at that point. Because even at this point, he's still doing the sit-ups and all that. But it's not until is it his feud with Sean, where he first does the dive over the top rope and takes everyone out, and you're just like, oh, fucking hell, Undertaker can fly and all mm. that kind of stuff. So. Oh, is he going to Brett's rope? No. Oh, he can't be, can't be asked. There we go. Precision elbow to the throat there from Bret Hart. Textbook elbow. Oh, yeah. You can see him hobbling on his knee. Yeah, so he's bad at this point. There's mixed... Yeah, not, not, the, not the light... Not the happiest of reactions for, for Bret. So... Spoiler alert. We know that Bret's only on TV for a few more... Months until mm. Mania, and then he's gone for six months, something like that, isn't it? Until Survivor Series, when that good hand brings him back out after calling him out. And is that when we start getting the turn towards Hitman snapping, isn't it? End of 96. We're game? starting there, yeah. I, th I think, sort of, in that feud with Austin, uh, even by November, there was sort of yeah. little, little remnants of that. Well, not remnants, there were. Starter caps, yeah, of that of that Bret ha Bret Hart turn. So with hindsight, they are kind of planting the the seeds. If they are intentionally planting the seeds, or if they're taking note of like the some of the audience turn on and be like, "Oh, keep that in your back pocket, Bret," and later in the air, just have a moan. Mm. Yeah, oh yeah, because he's taking off the turnbuckle pad. So this is a more aggressive Bret because obviously. Bled buckets the other month. So they're changing him up a little bit. And it's, he's the hit man. He can do no wrong in my eyes. No, no. He, you've, you've always been a Brett guy, haven't you? Mm. Yeah, I fucking love Brett. What are your thoughts on Brett? Now, I, I must admit that between Brett and Sean, I'm more of a Sean guy. Yeah. And there's no disrespect to Brett. Um, it's more just I find Sean all round far more engaging, and that's yeah. and I, I for me like Brett isn't the most isn't the greatest talker. He's an excellent wrestler, 
he kind of knows the ring and stuff like that, and like nobody else. But there's something about, you know, if it's Brett or Sean, there's something about Sean whereby what he loses in that pristine ring now that yeah. Brett has, he gains in so many other areas. So, like, I'm happy to, to go to lose a little bit of the ring presence and gain a bit more of the, the charisma and the energy and yeah. that sort of thing. But I get why people are super super pro Brett. Like, there's, it's, speci- it's, there's something very special about Brett. There's only one Brett Hart. It's the two schools of thought, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, this is a lazy vernacular, but Bret Hart's a pro wrestler. Shawn Michaels is the sport entertainer, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Bit, a bit of a lazy thing to say. Cause no, no, that, you know, that's, you know, that's a good shout, though. To, to boil it down, yeah. I've never asked you, who's your favourite of all time? My favourite of all time? I mean... Or, like, top three? I think Daniel Bryan, probably. Yeah? Daniel, My top three, probably Daniel Bryan, The Rock, and... Maybe, maybe Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Yeah. I think those three, I think there's, I think The Rock certainly is in the top three. Yeah. Like, as again, like, not the best wrestler. Like, in terms of like, the best wrestlers out of all of them, oh, big Kev, what are you doing, man? All the best, right? Like, Daniel Bryan, the best wrestler. But the other two, like, decent wrestlers. Yeah. Uh, but more, more than anything, storytellers. Yeah. And a DQ finish. Bad times. Is that the end of the Undertaker mask then? Because he's been unmasked. Yeah, I don't know whether we see it. <sighs> see, now he's starting to look more like Undertaker to me, if you know. Because mm. before the mask, obviously he's always been Undertaker, but he still had a bit of the hangover of the early 90s Undertaker. But you're looking at him here. The long dark hair, the full tattoo sleeves, his goatee beard, and he's just like, I'm fucking, I'm stewing. So, what I call Prime Undertaker, which is Hell in the Cell against Mankind, that's Prime oh, Undertaker yeah. for me. That look, that image, great. Kevin Nash is like, me. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. Oh, he's flipping him off. Look at that. Viewer discretion is advised. Kevin Nash cost Middle him a longer. Told him to fuck off and he's walking off like with a shit-eating grin. See like, you at WrestleMania, pal. Although there's a little stop before then that we have to go through. There's an in your house before then. Six. 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 I think it's in your house six. Yeah. I don't think we I don't think they've got names. I don't think is it called, is it got a name? I think someone might have a name. Is it Beware of Dog? No. No, 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 no. Dogman. Dog uh, Beware of Dogman. Still the man holding the winged eagle. Beautiful title. It's a lovely title. Yeah, so the main event, like, I I think it was a mistake to put that on last. Yeah, because you want the Shawn Michaels pop. Yeah, Shawn Michaels should have been the final image. I think that has kind of left it feeling a bit sour because it's not only was it, you know, a mixed bag for both guys, it was also a long match with a DQ finish. Because usually I'm of the school of thought that World title goes on last, but not at the Rumble. Rumble no. should always be last. I, yeah, I, I think there's quite a few situations where you could get away with not putting the title on last. <clears throat> or if you're not going to put the title on last, I think the, the the school thought recently, if the titles are going on last, the titles should go on first. Yeah. But they only say that's the thing with Reigns, Roman Reigns at the moment. Mm. If he's not in the main event, he's going on first. He's yeah. not going elsewhere in the card. And that's a good shout. I think that's the, that's the way to treat him. 
<clears throat> get the best reactions. Yeah, that's it. He's they've they've booked him beautifully, but then like this, like if you're gonna do it that way, maybe put that on first. Royal Rumble, Rumble Plus. Ah, so this is Royal Rumble with extra levels. <laughs> Me versus Vader. <laughs> Just bear hugs. Bret Hart versus. Hey! Nice, oh. there you go. Coax up Doc Hendricks. <laughs> Doc and Sean both on it. Oh, look at them. They both had a little little snifter and off they go. Sean looks fucked. Ah, <laughs> 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 See you in 2005. Cramp, cramp, cramp. So Sean's just a grandstanding for those listening at home. We just got absorbed yeah. by him. Just, just got a little hot dog in it, grandstanding. Oh, did you see his jaw then? Probably jutted it out. He's fucked. Oh, did he? Yeah, you went. Mm. Well, that's normally a sign, isn't it? Yeah. Why did he do that when you've had a? Don't know. I've I've never part up. Uh, <laughs> neither have I. Contrary to popular belief. <laughs> if I imagine if I did, it'd just be I'd, I'd smash through buildings. Yeah. Christ! Don't need that kind of energy on the planet. We have to hide marker pens from Tom. Exactly. Because I draw on people. <laughs> She's just like, moustache for you. He's like Jigglypuff. Everyone gets a moustache. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jigglypuff's superpower is I sing, and when people fall asleep, I draw moustaches on them. <laughs> it's very specific, and I like it. There you go. A bit of jaw action again. Yeah. Let's come back here for just a second. Oh, where's all the coke gone? <laughs> Size of gorilla's hands. Todd's quite tall. Yeah, we know. Yeah. Cheers, cheers. When did they start making it that the Rumble winner got the main event? Was it a couple of years before this? Was it Yoko when... Oh, no. When Yoko won the Rumble? Might have been Yoko. Because um, in 92, the title was on the line. Yeah. In 91... Oh. That's an in-your-house title, isn't it? Cold it Day is. of Hell. The Undertaker's going to have the coldest day in hell, and that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Oh, 
Good hand in the mid card. Good hand. Get away from the Undertaker. You bastard. <laughs> um, yeah, so 92, the title's on the line. Yeah. Steel Cage! Steel Cage. Brett versus, versus Diesel. Diesel, yeah. Brett Cage. Yeah. 90, Blue bars. 91, was that a Hogan win in the Rumble? 91 was a Hogan win. 90 was a Hogan win. 90 was a Hogan win. 89 was... Axel? No. I feel like it just went Haxel then Hogan, 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 Hogan. Yeah. What was the first televised one? The the one, the Haxel one, 1988. Eighth. I have to look up Royal Rumble winners now, aren't we? I'm going to Google them. Royal. We must have done every, every Rumble winner ranked from worst to best. We sure must we have done that. We have done, I'm sure we have. Um, Kevin Nash being Kevin Nash again just in the back just be like huh, fuck off <laughs> okay so alright it went Duggan what year uh, 1988 okay Stud Big John Stud of course Hogan Hogan yeah Flair yeah Yoko yeah then what year are we at 94 94 here we go do you we did that trivia thing oh, shit come on then 94 94 Brett and Brett and Lax. Brett and Lax. 95. Sean. 96. Sean. 97. Austin. 98. Austin. 99. Vince. 2000. Rock and Big Show. I'll give you that. 2001. Austin. Check, check out Melody. 2002. Triple H. 03. Oh, I'd stop watching. Uh, 03. What WrestleMania is this? 20? 19. Uh, 19. It's 2003, 2019, yeah. 2019. It was. Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle has never won a Royal Rumble. I know. He's never won, has he? Don't know. Who did he face then at 19? Oh, Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar? Okay. 20. Uh, rest, uh, 2004. Uh, no one. That's correct. <laughs> 2005? <laughs> <laughs> um, Cena. Not quite seen. I've seen a Ken runner up. Two. Oh, Batista. Big Dave. Sorry. <laughs> now I'm distracted by Vader having a big strop. <laughs> Jim Cornette and lemon pants. <laughs> I put my pants on the wrong way around. I'm livid. <laughs> Vader just goes, Ugh, uh. <laughs> So, Cena and Batista were the last two in 2000. Oh, Cena. Triple H. Orton. No. <laughs> Undertaker. Edge. He did it for his friend. Rey Mysterio. Night, yeah, 2007. Where was it? <laughs> it was at the AT&T Center in Texas. Uh, Orton. Undertaker. Undertaker. Is it a bit, she was a bit shake, shaky after this. Yeah. I'll tell you what then. Right, I'll go on. Go on. right. Um, Hang on. Okay, so then after Undertaker, yeah. John Cena, yeah. Randall, Randall Keith, Randall Keith, Randall, Randall Keith. Yeah. Then it's the 40 man rumble, so that's Alberto Ooh, Del Rio. One before that. Oh, Edge? Edge. Alberto Del Rio did the yeah. 40 man. What year was the next one? Next one was 2012. 
2012. What year was the 2012 year? The WrestleMania was. Was it? No, it was Undertaker. The person who won eliminated the person who should have won. Person who won eliminated the person. Roman Reigns. No. No. Triple H. Nope. It wasn't Shawn Michaels, was it? No, no. no. John Cena. No. Twenty twelve. Chris Jericho should have won. Edge. No. And then whoever who won had. One of the worst matches in WrestleMania history that everyone hates. And there's Chaos Theory. And he's Ginger. Seamus! <laughs> yeah, that's when Seamus eliminated Jericho and everyone went, Why the oh! fuck Seamus won? Oh, I didn't know. And then it was Seamus, Daniel Bryan. Totally forgot about that. That's yeah. the thing that happened. Okay, the following year, uh, height of yes, on the build up to WrestleMania, uh, Batista. No, 2013. Oh, okay, so Roman Reigns. No. The title match was CM Punk versus The Rock. Okay, so therefore it was... Wouldn't have been John Cena. It was John Cena. It was John Cena, there you go. John yeah. Cena. Following year was, was Roman Reigns? No. Following year was going into WrestleMania 30. Oh, Batista. 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 Then 31 was Roman Reigns. Yep. 32. Was for the title. It was Triple H. Yep. 33 was Roman Reigns. Oh, Shinsuke Nakamura. No. Year before. Roman Reigns. No. But I think this was the year that Roman Reigns was eliminated last to give the other person the pop. Wasn't Nakam And it wasn't Nakamura? No. Because I think they did two years on the bounce where Reigns was the last one eliminated. And this is going into WrestleMania 33. Yeah. Randy Orton. Randy Orton. Yeah, because then he faced Bray Wyatt, didn't he? So are we just sticking with the men's or do you want to try both? We'll try both. Okay. So then um, the following year, men's was Nakamura. Yeah. Women's was Asuka. Yeah. The year after that, the men's was... Uh, wasn't Seth Rollins? It was. It was Seth Rollins. There you go. And the women's was Becky Lynch. It was. The year after that, the men's was... Okay, so men's was Drew McIntyre. It was. And the women's was... Ronda Rousey. No, what am I talking about? Um, the women's was... Charlotte Flair. It was Charlotte Flair. It was Charlotte Flair. Bloody hell. Yeah. She won one, didn't she? The year after that, the men's was... Um, Edge, yeah, and the women's was Bianca Belair. Yep. The year after that, this year, this year's one. Jesus, the men's was. How do I forgot? How have I already forgotten who won the men's rumble? Isn't that tragic? It uh, made everyone just go. Oh, of course. Of course. Roman Reigns. No. Who did Roman fight? Roman fought for the fiftieth time. Oh, Brock. Oh, Bork Laser. Yeah. And then the the women's was Belair again. No. Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. Of course it was. Bloody hell. Limped to the finish there. So it's not as bad as me in the middle. Just going, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Who the fuck is that like? That's, that's how we talk in this office. That was Royal Rumble 96.
Yeah. Good times, Abbyle. Thanks for watching along with us. This has been a Cold Dollar Classic Raw Review presentation. He is at Brat Atkins on Twitter. I'm at Tom Campbell on Twitter. Together we're at Cold Dollar on Twitter. Don't forget to join us. Ahmed, play us out. <laughs> Love you. Bye. <laughs> I did a Roman Reigns. You did do a little Roman Reigns. That's nice. <laughs> 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Are you a reality TV junkie? Do you ever think, dang, I wish I had someone to talk to about all the trash TV that I watch? Well, look no further, garbage lover, because Reality Gaze is a podcast for you. Hello, I'm Maddie. And I'm Poodle, and we're the Reality Gaze. We talk about all your favorite unscripted shows like The Golden Bachelor, Love is Blind, and TLC's big, messy behemoth, 90 Day Fiance. And if you're driving to work, folding laundry, or just pretending to listen to your husband talk about sports, just put on the pod, and you've instantly got two gay besties spilling all the tea and reading these people for filth. So come at us, y'all. Find Reality Gaze wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Cultaholic Wrestling News.